This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Bacon Sale. The show just before Christmas. It is time to say goodbye. Now let's look back at 2020 and never mention this year again. Lost a Jake, gained a Zach Western, and all the movies were delayed. We drank Pepsi and raided breakfast. Jeff Avatar McConaughey. <laughs> Parents Guide. Memories of Nintendo Now I'm craving Totino's <laughs> Overrated Kokomo oh, wow. Season 6 and it's almost over Linkin Park, Nolan, Helga Sinclair <laughs> Season 6 and we're glad you're still here that's it. Wow. Yes. That was awesome. I said, I said it before. I said it before. We should just end the show right there. We're done. <laughs> that's it. That's our recap, that's right? Billy Crystal opening Oscar number where it's yeah. like, that did everything we accomplished. All you need. <laughs> Although I am a little disappointed, Kent. What, what did I miss? Season six. No, I, in, actually, um, I was in the car and I'm like, can I do falsetto for the end? And I'm like, it, it went poorly. I'll say that. Because here's what's hard about the song. The break. It's like, season six. Because it would be like Daniel Powder a little bit, but I'm like, season six. In. Yeah. That was <laughs> then, break, yeah, by the way, exactly. by Ben Folds 5. And Kent, it's a Bravo. song, basically. Uh, it's a very happy, inspiring song. It's, um, it's about a brick, uh, you know, making bricks. Mm-hmm. That's that's yeah. where we're going to leave that. Yep. <laughs> I almost chose so many other songs. Yeah. And just as a fun fact, Joel, don't get mad. But at the beginning of the season, we were trying to think of, hey, what would be a fun song for like the theme of season six? And so we were thinking like Pumped Up Kicks. Maybe kind of like a season six sort of thing. Yeah. Right. Uh, Suck My Kiss was another song. I, I actually tried to write the lyrics in. I was hoping for sexual healing, but that's fine. Uh, we also had Color Me Bad. Um, no. It's season six. You up. <laughs> but Joel, at the beginning of the season, was so opposed that I decided I can't do that. I yeah. can't do that to Joel. No, I think that was a very good choice, Ken, because it, it was the nice balance of melancholy and whimsy that I think yeah. we really need to set the Bacon tone for sale. our season finale because we, wow, this is our last episode of 2020 and we're going to take a so three-week break. We'll be back uh, most likely on January 18th <laughs> to the 2021 Martin yeah. Luther Don't King Don't say Jr. most Day. likely. I, I have to hedge my bets. True. Yeah. Who are you? I'm Joel. I'm Kent. And I'm Zach. Welcome to Bacon Cell. There we go. <laughs> Thanks, Zach, for keeping us on task. Uh, like, yeah, but this is going to be our season finale. We're going to take a little break uh, from recording. If you're a patron, we're, we're still going to be around because we're going to be doing patron things uh, over there on patreon.com slash bacon sale. Uh, but for regular shows, we're going to take a break and recoup and spend time with our families and, and try not to get sick. So Yeah, basically. That's what we do. But finally take a break for the first time this year. Yeah. It's cool. crazy. But guys, six seasons. Weird. Six seasons of Bacon Cell. Six seasons in a movie? Ah! <laughs> Actually, we should get a movie. Should we do what a movie? Zach could do a movie. Does that mean we can't do season seven? Mm, yeah, that's true. We'll make seven the movie. 
And we got canceled by NBC a few times. It was weird. Did we get picked up by Yahoo? (laughs) No. (laughs) Remember that? Was it trying to be a channel? No, we really do appreciate all of uh, all you have done uh, for us this season. It's been this has been such a good thing for me. Uh, during this this uh, time of are you bringing your testimony a little bit oh, wow. of just uh, and I usually do this at the end but I want to do it at the here beginning just this was one of those years that was really kind of awkward I think and uncomfortable for everybody mm-hmm. and this show has given me purpose during this season or d- during this year and it's been able to help me entertain myself and I hope that we've entertained you as well and we hope that to bring you more entertainment next year as well this isn't like a farewell bye bye bacon no. we're going to be no. here for like three weeks but while we're at it like I I have to add to this as well it's like. Every week we've had something to do, even when we were quarantining. We've been very safe here in the Bacon Cave. Mm -hmm. But this gave me once a week that fuel that I needed just for my sanity. Because this is a hard year for everyone. Harder for some than us, for sure. Yeah. But this show, it gave us a chance to still have a social life, more or less, and be able to speak to you, the listener. Yeah, you guys double my social sphere. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> it's it's nice that you know you can come here every week and it's it's fun and it's light and we laugh so much and have such a good and time. Zach, you've gone through a few changes this year. So I, have, I mean, I like, have had one heck of a year. Yeah, you know, and, and basically every single thing in my life has changed. And it's really funny to look back and go, um, once I joined the show in April, like Bacon Sale has been a really stable constant in in my life, and I'm just endlessly thankful for it. And I'm gonna stop talking before I cry. Oh, <laughs> like are you the Joel this episode? So it's, uh, I, I have loved being on the show. But also, thank you for listening to our last episode. What was our last episode? It was Krampus. That's Here comes one. Satan Claus. Satan Claus. <laughs> and so Chris Drought joined us for that one, but we had a ton of great feedback on that one. On Instagram, we had Darth Vernacular, who said, I got to play Knecht Rubricht on my mission in Germany. I wore a brown robe with a hood and a long fake beard, and I growled and rattled the chain. Good times. That's pretty good. <laughs> Random, but good. And then Callan Rules said, after listening to the episode today, I couldn't wait to tell my daughter about Krampus. I showed her posts from Krampus 801, and she loved it. <laughs> then I got in trouble with my wife for showing eight-year-olds such scary pictures. Thanks a lot, <laughs> Bacon Sale. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Oh, man. No, we thank you for, we thank you for listening to that and all, the, all those who came on. In fact, we have some stats about the guests this season. Uh, we had nine guests this season. Surprising. Because we, we went months and months without any guests because we were trying to be safe. We had, we had 16 guests on season five. Wow. And then wow. we only had nine on season six. So we had Emily come in for a Sundance recap and for Birds of Prey review. We had Spencer Larson do the video game Hero Showdown. Drew Cutler did Take a Look It Was a Book. Chris Anderson came in for Avatar Last Airbender show. Ryan Farron came in for our Rush show. Matt Smudrow came in where we made him watch essential movies and he yelled at me. Uh, <laughs> Nicole D. Hill came in for Mythical Creature Combat, our sneaky Halloween episode. Uh, Jennifer Kokowski came in for Thanksgiving episode, Thanksgiving food tearing. Mm-hmm. And Chris Drought just came in with the, with the Krampus show. Another so, sneaky Halloween episode. Yeah. We like to sneak those and in. What is the best way to get on the show, Joel? Uh, go to patreon.com slash Bakersville. Wow. Speaking <laughs> of, we have an upgraded patron. We actually talked about this now member of the Bacon Council. Yeah. Yes. Uh, he or she was a member of I Am The Listener category, and that is a $25 tier, yeah. and now has joined the Bacon Council. But we don't know why, because when you're on the Bacon Council, it means we get together mm-hmm. twice a year. Yeah. And we have a but chat on Facebook as well. And we have yeah. a chat on Facebook. We don't know who this person is. Because it's the shadow. Shadow. But the shadow is now on the Bacon Council for some reason, because I don't know if they're going to yeah. reveal themselves or if... The well, Shadow, you're eventually going to have to be on the show. So we, we have to know who you are. That's not a guarantee. Right. Because, you know, then we could have like, you know, a serial killer be a patron and we have to bring <laughs> the him shadow, on the show. Please don't kill us. Please don't kill us. Might be good for ratings. 
<laughs> it's happened before. It's happened okay, before. <laughs> take it easy. By the way, some other stats from last season. Uh, Zach, I know you have some as well. I've got several stats. Why don't you start? Then? I'll give you some. So first of all, let's talk about our longest episode. Joel, I know you'd like to keep it to a tight hour. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Have we ever kept no. it to a tight hour? Our longest episode this year was 111 minutes. It was the tournament of the 2000s alt rock bands. And that happens a lot in our music shows. Yeah, yeah. certainly does. But then we had a shortest episode, which was... Uh, episode wait, you two. Say, wait, wait, wait. I want to convert 100, 111 minutes. That's one hour, hour and 52 minutes. Matt. Yeah. 51 minutes. Yeah, 50. Yeah. yeah. Is that like Common Core? I don't understand that. Yeah. Okay. But then our shortest episode was episode 277, Fictional True Crime, which was an hour and four minutes. Are you sure Just, that wasn't like three hours long? That was <laughs> the recording <Jeez>. was. <laughs> but the time, I was going to say timing was right about a tight hour. So. Yeah. But that was kind of a weird episode. So I actually found our real, quote unquote, real shortest episode, which was 66 minutes, episode 253, one and done movies. Yeah. So oh. just over an hour on that one. Wow. We were good for that one. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we have an average time for episodes this so season? Average time this year. Okay. Now, I actually am going to give you a, a couple numbers here. Okay. So let's, let's go back a ways, shall we? Season four. So our season four average was 88 minutes. So an hour and Woo. 28 minutes. Wow. Season five. You guys improved to 82 minutes, <laughs> so an hour 22. And our goal was to shorten it even more. Yeah. Your goal was 75 minutes. <laughs> okay. Okay. I had that's you on what, record from last year. <laughs> and 75 minutes. Okay. What, what did we get, Zach? Season six average is about 86 and a half minutes. <laughs> oh. So it's, it's not up. including bacon bits. Not including bacon bits. Okay. However, let me throw two more numbers at you. When Jake was here in the first part of the year, your average is about 92 minutes. Wow. And since I've been here, your average is about 85 minutes. Okay. But he did have the super long bracket show and then not as many shows to, to change the average, however. That's true. Now, our bacon bits, however, didn't, did you have the longest bacon bit, Joel? I do have the longest bacon bit, actually. The longest bacon bit that we did was... Oh, it was Bill and Ted, wasn't it? Yes, it was, it was a Bill and Ted face the music and Tenant reviews. It was almost an hour we long. Reviewed two movies. Which, yeah, granted, those are two big movies coming out that weekend. Long. Yeah. The spoiler section episodes. alone of Tenant was a solid 20 wow. minutes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but our bacon bits averaged about 29 minutes overall. Which is funny because our bacon bits behind the Patreon wall mm -hmm. were probably an average of like 29 minutes to 30. Well, so here's the thing last year we did 21 bacon bits and 25 bacon bits. Mm hmm. This season, season six, we only did 18 bacon bits. So we, we, we had plans bits, for more, but we did 44 Woo. bacon bits. Yeah, <laughs> we almost did as many bacon bits as we did regular episodes. Amazing. That is ridiculous. Yeah, but it's fun. It's funny. It's just us off the cuff. If you haven't heard a bacon bit, you really should. Yeah. yeah. You go to patreon.com slash bacon cell, become a $3 patron and you That's get it. access to all these extra episodes that are just us ranting and, and raving and running outside to grab last minute Christmas gifts. <laughs> Thanks, Joel. You're welcome. So one thing that we have to bring up every year from our good friend, Reverse Listener, is there is a count that has been going on for several years, and that is the count of the number of family friendlies on the show this <laughs> year. <laughs> we have 102 family friendlies. I said it that many times. 102. I think you missed a few because there were so many family friendlies on the Bedonga Doing <laughs> Christmas the music Family one. friendly. This is the most family friendly, family friendly I've ever family friendly. Nope, that's only four. And I, I think five. I don't know if the count is only Joel because we've said it a few oh, times Oh, you're right. Well. You're right. So. Yeah, I don't think you there was any catchphrase. There wasn't any Kent Kears this start season. Smoldering. <laughs> Use my thing now, huh? Mm -hmm. Speaking of reverse listener, he's also provided us with his subjective view <laughs> of the tiering the best. of the shows so this season. What he does is he tears the quality of our show. And granted, this is just the reverse listener. 
This isn't the the listener at large. And so he's going to give us a percentage of tier one, two, and three. And I believe, like, what did we get one year? Like 20% tier one, so, maybe? Yes, like season four, uh, 24% tier one, 57% tier two, 13% tier three. So kind of like a Jake list. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Then season five last year was 34% tier one. So it's up, yeah. 53% tier two and 13% tier three. Okay. This year, even out a little bit. So he provided 40% tier one episodes. Wow. Highest score. 47% tier two and 13% tier three. So the lowest, uh, tying the lowest score for tier threes as well. It's a shocker because our schedule was it went haywire let's jump into that right now because yeah. we 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 create a calendar kent creates a calendar and then mm-hmm. we we basically poke at it and tell him how awful it is yeah but we create a calendar we had it all set up we had our, our regular shows in place we had some based off like the relevant movies coming yeah, out for mo- this movie's coming this, this movie's coming out about dogs we're going to do a show about pet tearing i don't know right. something like that exactly we, we did that but then COVID 19 happened mm-hmm. and our schedule got shot all of a yeah. sudden no movies were coming out no anniversary show our public events were canceled obviously we're, we weren't having guests on for a while there yeah, no quick wits night yeah and so it became this whole three months four months of no guests scramble trying to figure out what to do making it up as we went along for, for a few shows there especially and guys i think we did pretty well yeah once once we caught the rhythm of it yeah i think we did pretty well i think it's bad i Wait, think what? it's i think this was bad because we just proved that we can Make it up. As it's, we go. Like, it's like the, the kid who does his paper last minute and gets an A minus. Oh, we crammed and we got like a B plus. So yeah. like you're like saying this year we're going to be like, yeah, we'll plan it. It's we'll plan next it year when we, we have all the time and the schedule's all done. It's like, ah, we know how to do it last minute. It's well, there's sometimes where it's like, guys, we don't have a show for next week. Cable I Max a race? <laughs> sure. Hey, but Fun Dip turned out to be really fun. It really show. did. Yeah. So we developed a whole new parents guide game. We did. But yeah. we'll, well, let's get into that. Yeah. Because uh, the way this show works, if you haven't listened to a season recap before, you should go back and listen to the other ones. It's a clip show. It's it's a clip show, but it's like us talking about the clips rather than mm-hmm. actually showing the clips. Yeah. I thought about bringing clips. But it's also a category show where we have a series of categories that we are going to each answer regarding this last year of Bacon Cell. So yes, this is a very self-indulgent completely uh, episode, but it's one but that... Behind the scenes, behind what, how we really felt about yes. certain episodes. Yes. Maybe your favorite some... moments from the episodes as well. Yeah. And, and we want to hear your feedback on, on our discussion points as well. Yes. At least we're being upfront that it's a clip show, though. Oh, I hate yeah. when you're like bamboozled into it. Oh, no. Like there was that one episode of The Office where they tried to act like it was a new episode. And it's, it's like one of the lowest rated episodes of The Office on IMDb. Yeah. And it's because they bring in this auditor and they just basically show Wait, clips what happened? Time. Yeah. What's been going on? Yeah. Well, yeah. let me tell you about it. Every time I speak, I'll be patting myself on the back. So just letting you know now. <gasps> By the way. Oh, yes. we forgot the stat. We forgot this stat. I, I was I was going to work it in, but tell me. Okay. Is this the how most, vain I am? What's going most on? Listened at listened to episode, most downloaded episode of Bacon Cell, season six. Number three, we have the best and worst movies of 2019-ish. Oh, so the beginning the of the season. The first episode of the season, which so makes when, sense. When people are like, oh, yeah, 2019, that was not super great. I'm yeah. excited for this year. I can't wait for 2020. The roaring yeah. 20s are here. Number two was episode 243, Bacon Cell Approved Driving Etiquette. Oh, wow. Yeah, the etiquette shows do really well. They're very relatable. People yeah. enjoy those. And then, although I have to admit, <laughs> when I went back and looked, I was like, oh, that's right. Driving was this season. Like I, I kind of forget wasn't which that, like, Didn't you look back at the schedule and you're like, was that 2018? Because yeah. this year has been such a like a, a well, jumble because of like again we had the big events in the world and then the big events in Bacon Sale where you have the first three months 
really feel like a, their own season. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, when I joined well, in April. And we lost a host and picked up a new one, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. But then the number one most downloaded episode of uh, season six was actually episode 245, Take a Look, It Was a Book, which was the, the, the book adaptations with Drew. Yeah. Which surprised me. I was like, wow. Out of all the Jeez. shows we did, book adaptations. It's a good episode. Yeah, it's a fun episode, but I just I was kind of shocked that was our number one. And so we look forward to doing many more. But let's jump into the category, shall we? All right. Our first category feels appropriate. Favorite intro or outro, but typically the intros are the fun ones. My favorite intro was from the Mount Rushmore of War movies, and it sounds like this. <laughs> Get Zach, <laughs> ready your breakfast and eat hearty, for tonight we dine in hell. Wait, wait, wait. I just realized hell is actually closed due to the pandemic. We'll have to get some takeout. Hell is not going to be open for a while. But get ready, because the lines will be long. And I'm quoting my good friend Joel over here that because he's so scared. Good. Zach and I, he can't. Like, ah, I yelled. Zach, I don't remember the basically anything he said after that because I was scared. Yeah. yeah. And I was I, doing my best Leonidas. I went back to listen to every intro, and there were some grand ones, and there was always singing, right? Mm-hmm. But this one just stood out because it just, it still, you can't even listen to the rest of the episode because it scares <laughs> you so much. Uh, but thank you, Joel. That was, I was going to say, it was a fun one because that was the one where I ended on the Braveheart speech. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love when I can catch you guys off guard. <laughs> and so, like, I did this thing where I'm like, you can comment if you want or not. And then you guys look at me like, what? And I'm like, you know, no, that was what you even gave us a little bit of a warning because you told us that your wife was a little bit freaked out by what you had done. Yes. And so yeah. I was like, is this going to be dramatic? Is this going to be? Yeah. Wow, what is this going to be? But yeah. And then at the end, when I when you guys finally realized I was doing a Braveheart quote, I was like, ah, yes. how much do you practice in the car before your a intros? A lot. Yeah. Like most of the drive here. If I have an intro or an outro, guaranteed I'm practicing in the car. On the I listen here. to Brick yeah. several times in the car yeah. and practice my kitchen as, as well. Let's see. Fantastic Joel, Joel and I have the advantage because we have like a way longer commute than you do to, yeah. to the baking cave. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Mine uh, is, is a fairly recent one. Well, actually I'm going to give a little honorable mention here just because it was so good and made us feel so many things. And it's a very, very recent one. Episode 283. Have yourself a merry little podcast. Oh, ah. Joel, we fell in love with you. Oh, don't forget that. I've been writing you love letters ever since. <laughs> I've got them like this. Please stop. <laughs> there was, you know, it's a, it's a standard intro, but then you ended it with this it was beautiful so note. I was doing my Bing Crosby. Oh, it was so good. Where we swooned. Like, we couldn't help it. <laughs> but it was like the room got a little bit warmer. Oh, stop. And it's kind of like you're watching a soap opera. Like, the, the screen kind of gets a little fuzzy. Like, I can't even look was, at you guys. It was so magical. <laughs> it was amazing. However, that is not my official choice. Wait, my, that was an honorable mention? That was an honorable mention. My official choice comes from episode 275, Decade Dance 2000s Horror Edition, where you, Kent, did the Shaun of the Dead Breakdown yeah. of the plan. Oh, yeah. First, we'll go to the baking cave, and then we'll do this. And then, then we're like, well, what about a baking bit? Okay, then we'll go to the baking cave. We'll do that. That was fun. It was Except so good. I screwed it up. No, you, I, you did I screw did. it up? I screwed it up because you you told me, I all I had to say was, so what's the plan then? Mm-hmm. And I was waiting for you to say it. Like the music started, and I was looking at you like, do your intro. And I went, oh, you asked me to say something. So if you listen, if you go back and listen to that episode, the decade dance, you'll hear I'm like a beat or two late on the music. So usually you like to hit it right when the. Bump, bump, yeah, that's bump, yeah. Bump, bump. And so I, I kicked myself. Oh, it still worked. And then with because you obviously knew the quote, we didn't talk about it. But then Joel came in strong with the yeah, boy. <laughs> yeah. And that yeah, was boy. so much fun and a great start. And obviously we all love that movie so much. Of course. Now, the problem with this is that we have a rule here uh, on these category shows. And if you use it for one thing, you can't use it for another. That thing. is a good point. There are so many good intros on all of the shows that I'm going to talk about. Yes. I, I cheated once on this show. I'm just letting you know. I may I have to. 
I stuck to the rules. Okay. But you always but we, do. You are. But You're I'm Joel. <laughs> Could but you then not? we can do, I was going to say honorable mentions. I was going to throw this out there. And also on this one, we, we weren't allowed to pick ourselves. And we weren't? No. Uh, and so, because I, I thought it would be so weird if I picked one of my own intros as the best intro. Yours were the best, Joel. Mm. Except for great. Zach. Had a, anyways, go no, on. Go on. So I was going to say honorable mention. Uh, you can give honorable mentions for ones that you didn't officially pick. So I'm giving honorable mention to... Zach, thank you for your barbershop quartet. That was fun. Of Stacy's uh, mom, mom, which was hilarious. Can't idea, but um, your delivery. Thank you. Yeah, you actually recorded multiple tracks on that. Did, and it's all you, all acapella. All me is awesome because you're a big fan of acapella songs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also have to give an honorable mention to Kent doing Gladys's "Still Alive." That after was we were dead. Uh, that oh, was yeah. on my that list too. Uh, I love it. So two seventy eight tournament of two thousand one hit wonders because we died, and we were like, "How are we going to come back from that?" And I'll just explain like, it with the song. Yeah, we're still, and it, but it fits so well because it was a 2000s reference. Yes. Talking about how we were still alive. It's just a weird transition from Halloween and then we went straight to one hit wonders. We are so excited. But, <laughs> but my, my actual pick. I know we're like excited to talk about ourselves <laughs> right now. Yeah, sorry, listener. But my actual pick was uh, episode 247, Quarantine TV Time, when Kent did A Million Streams. That's right. Because you, I did, don't even remember you, this. You did one. this whole song parody. It was it was a million dreams from uh, Greatest okay, Showman. Showman. Seriously, still don't remember. It was about a million streams are keeping us entertained, essentially. <laughs> and it was this, it was this fun thing where I didn't see it coming at all. And so then we started singing. I'm like, this fits so well. And you were so you were basically Michelle Williamsing it. And <laughs> I wasn't singing like the child. No, you did great. Streams. Yeah. So yeah, that was my official pick. It was a million streams on episode two forty seven. How fun! That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Our next category is honestly, like we already mentioned, the entire season, but it's best last minute we, episode idea. We caught a rhythm about third quarter. Okay. So it's the summer, we'll say. Yeah. The Most summer, of the summer was kind summer of on the But just to give a little bit of background, like we finished recording the show. Um, we record it at night, podcast magic, um, but it's about 1230 to 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. And then most of the time it's like, guys, you tired? I'm tired. We met, at, we started meeting hours ago. Let's go home. But we're like, we have to plan for next week and the week after. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. we stay at the Bacon Cave till about 2 a.m. at least. Because we have to look ahead there. and go, what movies do we have to watch? What food do we have to eat? What you know? Yeah, what do we need to prepare? Right. Especially when we're scrambling. If we have a nice set schedule, it's nice to be like, oh, we got this coming up next. Yeah. All right, see you. See you next week. And not so, to mention, we also had it pushed back when we started eating pizza to start every, yes. <laughs> every oh, yeah. show. So, so Zach, what did you pick on this one? I picked episode 266, Our Claim to Shame. Now, the this shame had been, list. Mm-hmm. This had been brought up in the past, but this was really like, what are we going to do next week? And then we're like, well, what's easier than what we haven't seen? And so we just talked about what we hadn't seen. We didn't have to you know, do a lot of research. Do a lot of research because it was like, I guess this is what it's about. Um, so I, 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 that, that turned out really fun and yeah, kind of did. an underrated episode. Yeah, that was one where actually after it was over, I was like, I started working on what the ones. Yeah. It's so like, we can do a recap. It was not a ton of prep to, to do it, but then it gave us all homework. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it's a good pick. Yeah. All right. What do you have, Joel? Uh, for me, I picked uh, the Parents Guide game. Uh, yep. This is episode 249. Kent and I had played this at work. and <laughs> we, so, we made it up the end of last year. Yeah. And so yeah. we thought it was a fun little game we were going to play. And it, this was when, this is April. And so the world had gone insane. We just got through like, you know, quarantining, just barely starting quarantining and the earthquake and like all this crap was happening. And we threw this one together and it turned out to be so much fun that we decided we were going to put it in our Zoom chat. We yeah. did play it with the, with the patrons. And I thought it was just one of those games that I'm like, yeah, anyone can play this. And when I found out other people had played it, I was like, it worked. People enjoy it. And it's a repeat format as well. Like this is something we could revisit many times when we don't have ideas in the future. (laughs) (laughs) Or when we need to take a break from really heavy research. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah, I love that show. Yeah. And, and that's how this middle of the season was. So yeah. there was one week where Joel and I, we were taking on the majority of the, like the show work where we're like, Zach, for two weeks, don't do anything. Joel and I have got this. But the thing we're going to make you do is the podly wed game. Yeah. And that was something where we're like, honestly, just take it easy. You just planned that because we need a big show like that because we didn't have an anniversary show right. at that mm-hmm. point. But we wanted to do a game show and you're quite good at hosting as well. Thank you. And so we said, cool, this is on you. We don't want to plan that week. And so you came to the table. Joel and I sat here and you came up with the quiz as well. And you sent it out to to everyone in social media. Hijacked the bacon feed. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it was amazing. Great job. But it's just like so many moments like woo boo became something <laughs> because we wanted to cheer but we also didn't like that the other person got a point like yeah and it was like joel and i against each other but like we were friends the entire time also we learned that you would take the middle seat in the airplane i would Only as long psychopaths as you, as long take as the middle do. seat and joel called me ryan gosling i, I thought that was kind of nice <laughs> and then one point joel says i'm romantic darn it and then uh, Zach says, compared to Kent, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> but I loved it. It was just a great show. We had an isolation room as well. And it just, it worked out. And editing, we made our own commercials for that one too. Yeah, that was fun to do. That's like, right. Zach said, I let's do sponsorships. And so then we're like, I did a Disney And we wrote them like ad. the day before. And uh, you did the, the guy. I was uh, Uncle Tony's uh, discount services. And I had and the Kent Point Kent movie Point trailer. trailer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that I forgot about. It was those. a great show. Yeah, and that really was just like, okay, I think this is what we're gonna do. Right. Yeah. yeah. Loved it. All right. For our next category, we have the strangest episode format or topic. So I went with format on this one because the topic wasn't anything new. It was movies. It was animated movies. It was bad animated movies. Yes, it was. This was uh, yeah. episode two fifty two, Schoolyard Pick, Annoying Animated Edition. And what this was is we said, okay, let's get some of the worst animated movies out there. And do a schoolyard pick where Kent and I each get a pick <laughs> one at a time, a bad movie. And then Zach has to pick out of those two groups of movies that we have now picked, which one is the least <laughs> egregious. Yeah. And, and, that, and the movies were a majority selected by the listener. Yeah, yeah. And so they picked it out. And Horrible. Then it, was, it was one of the things where we got more listener involvement. And in I think we had a contest with that as well. Yeah, we did. And then when we actually did the show, it was funny how Kent and I were fighting over these well, terrible movies. Well, and we couldn't like research. Well, we knew about the movies, obviously, but we had to decide what our team was on the show. Yeah. And so the stress was real. Yeah. yeah. And it's kind of like a, a, a draft in sports where it's like maybe you put in a bunch of preparation and then Joel take, you know, can't you do the preparation? Joel yeah, takes he, it. He took trolls. You so know? it's like, uh, <laughs> what do I do from here? That was my ace in the hole and now it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Although yeah. I do have a confession to make. Go on. I still have not seen the Emoji movie. Please don't. don't. And I remember that one. At this that, point, you don't have to. Emoji, you know that, right? The Emoji movie was one that got left on the bench, remember? Yeah. Because <laughs> was I it just, the one that not, wasn't it, picked? No one picked it. <laughs> and I was like, that, so we're declaring that kind of the worst ever. And I was like, I feel bad declaring it the worst ever because I haven't seen it. I went, Except for I've really chosen not to watch it. Wisely so. And that's probably why it's the worst. Yeah. But I still felt like I was kind of cheating. Like, Ugh, I haven't seen it. Can I really say it's the worst? But I'm just going to say yes. Yeah. Yes, it was. And by the way, Zach did chose my side on that. So I did. I, I did win that one. You want to bring that up? Cool. It's yes. <laughs> great. Any win I can get on this show? You won the Polywed game as well. Did I? Yeah. Oh, good for me. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Kent? Woo-boo, Joel. Woo-boo. <laughs> so I'm going to go for strangest format and topic. And it doesn't seem that far removed from the Bacon Cell brand. But when Nicole D. Hale told us months in advance, I want to do a show on cryptids, we all went, huh? 
And she's like, you know, like Bigfoot. I'm like, oh, sweet. And she's like, here's a list of 100 uh, cryptids. <laughs> and we're like, we're, we need to do like a tight hour, hour and a half show. And she's like, okay, we're going to do a bracket. So the reason I think it's so strange is, well, it's cryptids. Yeah. But sometimes we talk about weird stuff like that. But not only did we have to educate the listener on what these cryptids are based on their strange names, mm-hmm. like the Groot slang, right? But we had to put them in a bracket. They yes. had to battle to the death because we could just explain them kind of like we did with the Christmas characters. Yeah. But then we had to put Which them... Which was fun. That was fun to do. Right. But then we also had to go and extend it and they had to fight based on their weaknesses and skills. And we had to come, we had to come up with battles. Like, what, what is their weakness? What is their strength? And Nicole did a fantastic job of putting the notes together with like pictures oh. and oh, yeah. bios and, and Very history. Thorough. But yeah, there were so many amazing moments. And obviously, Jeff the Talking Mongoose became a little bit of a controversy, kind of the hopper for this year, because he was just a mongoose <laughs> with like a New Jersey he accent. He was just... <laughs> Jeff. Hey, I'm Jeff. Hey, my dad could beat up your dad. <laughs> and yet everyone was like, yeah, Jeff. Yeah, Jeff. And I'm like, he's a mongoose. You were so mad. Because it happens every time we do a tournament. You're like, this is my little pony that I'm going to pick and ride it to the end. <laughs> Absolutely. And I wish he won. But yeah, just Jibbofofi in hot pants. <laughs> yeah, it was such a weird show, but I there. loved it. Mine that I picked, I have a feeling it'll come up again later as well, but my strangest topic and maybe even format, even though the format was pretty bacon sale, is episode 277, Fictional True Crime. Ah, okay, yes. yeah. It was a very, um, I think the events that happened in that episode really took that into kind of a strange place. Go I don't on. know. How much do you want to talk about that, Kent? Uh, we'll talk about it. Up I feel soon. like we'll talk about it yeah, soon. Yeah, but give so us your impressions. My impression was just, it, first of all, if you think about the topic alone, I mean, that's just something strange for me. You know, I think about pop culture. I don't really think about true crime. Mm-hmm. And then kind of the way that it, that it happened and, and how it unfolded um, was just very unique for us here and, yeah. well, and unique as a listening experience. The background of it, and I'll just give the background for now, yeah. is... I've wanted ever since like we did the conspiracy theory show. I'm like, that really worked. And it was kind of different for Bacon Cell. Right. Joel, can we do true crime? And which was discussed on the season finale. Yeah, and he's year, like, yeah. you know, it can get a little dark, honestly. And I'm like, okay. He, he, and he, so he said, compromise, unsolved mysteries. Mm-hmm. I said, that could work, but I want to go darker. Please, please, please. And then I was like, you know, I think I'm you th- called it Bacon Cell After Dark. Bacon Cell After Dark. Exactly. Yeah. Jake, <laughs> Jake definitely called it that. <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm going to take it in a different direction. So yeah. I, Obviously made it fictional and right. decided to go the extra mile on it, I guess. But uh, yes. yeah, but it was like true crime, which is not on the Bacon Cell brand. Not really, no. But of course, like as we spoke on the show, I did want to get that new demographic. <laughs> so if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you just wanted dates. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> By talking about murder. <laughs> That's how it's done. That's how it's Kent done. <laughs> um, now our next topic, we have which episode took the most work. Okay, so I'll start then, since it's a natural yeah, segue. Absolutely. Fictional true crime. For sure. Yeah. I knew I knew this would be your answer. So yeah. I, I, I briefly talk about the timeline. So in January of 2020, when the year was still fine, I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this true crime thing, and it's going to be a radio play. We'll see. And in my head, I said, if I don't finish it, we'll never talk about this again. But I'm going to do it. So I wrote 10 pages. And this so 10 pages was Joel, Jake, and myself. Starting a show like normal mm-hmm. with all the quirks and nuance that we have where Jake doesn't really explain what the show's about. <laughs> and we thank everyone for listening to the show. And then our delivery is kind of stiff at first. And then we kind of get into the meat of the matter. And we have maybe Jake lead in with a story. And it just naturally worked. 
And then at the end of January, I stopped writing. And then about September, I said, oh no, October's coming. And I really want this to be a thing. So I just started writing and it turned into 43 pages of dialogue, which is, yeah. it turned out to be a lot and obviously an hour and six minutes, but then it was recording it, which I want to talk about a little bit later. So I want yeah. to save that part. And recording it was use it a little bit later. Can't you use it here? You can't use it. Anywhere yeah, else. I'm cheating on this one, He's by the way. <laughs> He's very proud of this. Project. Uh, recording was a big deal and it was so much fun, but we'll talk about that. And then it was the editing. And so I went through many pass throughs. Like I made a mouth sounds cut. I had, to re- yep. I had to cut it down from our three and a half hour experience down yep. to an hour long show. And then actually add the final sound effects and get all those and even get scared myself when I was adding the sound effects and thinking I heard knocks coming from around the house and stuff like that. <laughs> but all in all, when I finally finished it, it just kind of felt like I can rest. Yeah. yeah. So that one took the most work. Okay. Do you like how I'm like, I'll be brief for the next 10 minutes. <laughs> Zach, what about you? Big itself. All right. Mine, I, I, I couldn't decide between two, so I'm going to give an honorable mention. One of these was, was not technically that much work, and that's why I didn't actually select it. But it was painful. And that is episode 259, Twy Hard with a Vengeance. <laughs> Watching those five movies was In two days, oh, yeah. Because you, you watched them all. Like, right I watched them all in two days. Yeah, yeah. I can't do yeah. two. I, I, oh, it just even if I had spaced it out, even if I'd watched one a month, it still would have been a lot of work to get through those movies. <laughs> yeah. However, I love that again, show. this is which episode took the most work. And for me, this was episode 264, Putting Rush in the Limelight. That was with Ryan Farron. For you, that was the most work for you? It was a lot of work. Ryan did a lot of work. Ryan did a lot of work. I Basically, I had been a Rush fan for years and years and years, but like to put all that information that was in my brain down on, on, you know, on notes mm-hmm. and then to go through and listen to their t- entire discography, it took it from there's this band I love to I've listened to every one of their songs and think 60% of them are garbage. And so it became a right. very, very grating, especially their later stuff. I was like, wow, I don't want to listen to this band anymore. And it, so it became work to kind of get through that list. It's funny how we follow Joel's lead on that because he did the same thing with Beach Boys. Where right. We listen to every song and we're like, man, you an extra. And then Rush comes along. We're like, yeah, we're going to do what well, Joel Well, but like did. Beach was like 30 albums and Rush was like 19, but still. But each but, song is like 37 minutes. <laughs> it is. It really is. And, and that's why one of the reasons why it was like. Beach Boys, you know, I would listen to a lot of their songs and it felt like it was it was kind of breezy and easy and and Rush was a little bit more challenging musically as well and so mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, my my brain kind of hurts. And so it ended up being more work than I actually expected from a, you know, a band that I knew a lot about. What do you got, Joel? I actually have my notes here. It says for Kent, fictional true crime obviously. Hmm. For Nicole, the cryptid tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, and that's like most tournaments are, that's the most work for me. Like people part, love part one. Yeah, yeah. People love the bracket show. Well, and even I've I've kind of divided it out now where oh, it's have? like wow. yeah, it's okay. less the second time, but it's still a lot of research. So, but tournament shows every time people are like yeah, do a bracket show. I'm always like okay, <laughs> okay, because that's like days of research. It is. And this one I went by because I remember like the video game showdown, for example, and the cryptid one, Spencer's and Nichols. I remember going in and having to learn a lot about these characters to try to figure out how they could beat each other. But I went with the most notes, and that would be episode 244, the Tournament of 2000's alt-rock bands, because I have 33 pages of notes. Unbelievable. And what I do, this is really all I do, is I go in there, I I usually turn on the band as I'm researching them, Yeah. and I'll go to like their Wikipedia page, and then I'll just start kind of looking up facts, and then I'll jump over to their albums, and I'll jump over to songs, and I'll jump over to like the the band members, and like just kind of... But you have like a spreadsheet 
No, like it's, it's, hits. it's usually just like a word document with bullet points and then like wow. indentations and stuff so I can keep track of it. How many pages? 33. <laughs> Not the most I've ever had for a show. Hashtag Joel research. But uh, that was the one where I went, okay, that has the most notes. But uh, there's so many. The tournaments are fun shows to do, but I way over prepare for them. Yeah. And that's just, just have the ammo in your corner a little bit. Yeah. Because yes. then when Kent comes at me with all of a sudden. Hey, just says Flotsam, he could beat you. Flotsam and Jetsam are priests. <laughs> That I have to come up with some sort of counter for that. <laughs> More eels joining the Catholic Church oh, so and joining good. the priesthood. That makes no sense, Kent. How am I supposed to argue it against did. that? It's holy water. It it None holy of my water. twenty pages of notes made it made a defense. You should for that. be prepared. <laughs> That's what Scar says. Oh, I love Flotsam and Jetsam as as uh, reverends, and oh, I want that T-shirt for sure. It is Father Flotsam and Reverend Jetsam. Okay, <laughs> Can you uh, names for him. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> um, let's keep on that topic, however, Joel. Let's do tournament matchup. We wish we could redo. Now, this this is kind not for me. Kind okay, of. this isn't for me. This is more so you guys can acknowledge the bad mistakes you've made this season. So you can say, Go on. hey, you know what? Maybe we pushed Helga Sinclair too far. Mm. Or you know what? Maybe Bulletproof isn't that iconic of a one-hit wonder from the 2000s. I love that song and I love that woman. It's fine to love them, but you do this every time where you pick that one and just hold on to it. Okay. And I just feel like this is your opportunity to make amends, gentlemen. Please go ahead. No regrets. Um, I have three. Regrets? Yeah. Wait, so stuff that you would want to take back because you pushed them too far? Yeah. Go on. No, uh, you go first, and, oh. I'll, and I'll fill in the blanks, because I think there are three. Helga Sinclair should have won that dang bracket. No. The entire thing. She is the best fighter, best trained warrior in that entire Disney sidekick bracket. Against and I, three hyenas, three oh, ravenous hyenas? Three hyenas, and one of, them is, one of them is smart. A bear who cross-dresses, and that's about it. <laughs> like, Helga Sinclair is a basically Batman, Okay. And I wish I came. Not. I wish I came to the table with thirty-three pages for Helga Sinclair. Can't, but I was so this shocked. This you should redo. I was so shocked that I got her that far that I'm like, oh no, I didn't. I don't prepare any more notes for her because I already used all her ammunition. But there's so much more information on her. So I wish I prepared. No, there isn't. She had more. one movie. <laughs> she had one, and barely was in it. But she is amazing. Have you even watched it since you did that battle? Uh, many times. But Liar. just just clips of Helga just Sinclair. Her. Yeah. <laughs> But I wish I would, and granted, I know I can't push a character further without like Zach's vote on that one. And I but went I, with the highness. I would have basically come with an open shut case for Helga Sinclair to win the whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she just made Final Four. So I have three on wait, this. Wait, is that your redo? Yeah, I wish I would have tried harder on oh, Helga Sinclair. Shut up. Yeah, 100%. Shut up. Yeah. I, I, I think ha- we're actually going to make amends. <laughs> no. <laughs> I have three. Two of mine have already been mentioned. One of them is anything with Jeff. Jeff went too far. Jeff the talking mongoose. <laughs> Jeff the talking mongoose. He took out skinwalkers. He, he, he shouldn't have. Shouldn't have. We we were caught up in the moment, and I think that went too far. And I actually didn't have anything oh, in the say of that decision. I think the bunyip should have beat the Jersey Devil as well. I don't know about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, another one that I think uh, I made the wrong call on would be Helga Sinclair versus Shenzi Bonsai and Ed. I there think Helga go. Sinclair should have won. Yes! <laughs> Redemption! <laughs> Wait, would she would she have beat Little John? Yes. <gasps> she would have won the bracket. No. I want to take my headphones off right no now. One, and no, no, no. So no, no right one knew now, who no one even knows now but that's, who Helga that's Sinclair what's amazing, is. But that's what's amazing about it. There's a better one and one that I I messed up so much so that I tried to reverse it off off mic and could not. 
I made a wrong call with Stacy's mom versus crazy in the uh, episode 279, mm. the best one-hit wonder bracket. Uh, okay, mistakes were made on that show. Mistakes were made. But we got it was up. also a one-hit wonder bracket. We wanted to keep it as true as we could. Yeah. we. I think we ended up, result-wise, I think we ended up with a good call. And, and I think for the most part, the listeners agreed with us on that. However, I just looking back at that bracket, I'm like, crazy no, should have gone further. Off mic. <laughs> okay, Joel, humble pie. Okay. Zach and I, after some choices we made, we said, oh, no, we've made a terrible mistake. And we we're like, oh, man, what have we done? And Joel's like, you got to be sincere. We got to stay with it. This he, is where the path he led He kept us. the integrity of the and, show. And, and we were both like, sure. but we made mistakes on that one. And you kind of just have to. And by the way, when we do these shows and there's some outtakes you can hear at the end of the shows where we'll just start laughing because. Like, especially Joel and I, we get in each other's faces about things that don't matter. And then sometimes we'll... Like Helgus and Claire two seconds yeah, ago? We'll end a match <laughs> and then we'll go, oh my gosh, what why do we, we care done? so... What have we no, done? No, it's like, why do we care so much about yeah. this? Sometimes we... You, you end up standing uh, on principle, on something yes. that you've chosen rather than with logic. Like, I must win. I don't care if this animated femme fatale wins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. And that looking back, I mean, like, I, I do like Crazy better than Stacy's mom. I do think it was a, a better choice. It is way more iconic. It's just the one hit Wonder Police came around in that second show. Speaking of which. Oh. So my honorable mention was that I probably should have put Butterfly ahead of Better Off Alone in episode 278. Yeah, I think so too. Because I think, come my lady, come, come my lady. You're my butterfly. It's so much more 2000s. And, and but I didn't pick for it. I didn't pick it because it was skeezy. Yeah. My take back, because this is supposed to be our take back, not our moment for pushing Helga Sinclair even further. <laughs> and now she's won. Is that I kind of regret doing the one hit wonder police in episode 279, the best one it hit wonder. It took out some major players. Because it gave you two fuel to get rid of songs that should have gone, gone farther. Absolutely. And I would have done what it took to ensure that Who Let the Dogs Out and Crazy would have been in the final four. I, I w- thought about putting, I can't remember, the, I think it was Who Let the Dogs Out versus Bulletproof. Well, who let the dogs yeah. out should have should have gone further too. I agree because I I feel like when you think of one hit wonders of the two thousands, who let dogs out is the name. Yeah, and we killed it. And <laughs> Kent loves killing big names. So it's like, oh, it's a surprise. I really do. I think but he doesn't have to answer the emails. <laughs> there are and e- the we social have an email media, and the social media posts. Thanks for doing that, Joel. Yeah, Ugh. I think that one for some reason we got on a kick of just being ridiculous, and we look back and go, oh no, we're just <laughs> on a roll. But and that's the thing is, I think bad day. Sure, it, it, it's a, it's definitely a contender. Um, next up, we have favorite episode blurb. Um, <laughs> no, we don't. Looks like none of us actually brought any, so oh, I guess we must not have one. All of them. I can't pick a favorite. I Why guess Hamilton, Pink, and Bacon bit. I was so proud the of Hamilton. <laughs> one was good. Oh, and the, then no one. Oh, no, Aubrey. Aubrey did say something about that one. I think but. the fictional true crime one was fun. It was fun. It was fun because uh, it was. We're playing not talking about that. that. It's not a category. Just I, did the I wanted to make it a category. I actually thought about texting Kent and say, "Let's surprise Joel," and then I forgot. I'm sorry. <laughs> You have to read them. <laughs> it's the thought that counts. Yeah. However, uh, we are going to do favorite uh, cover art, favorite episode oh, art, which is kind of nice, fun. <laughs> it's the visual uh, aspect. Hey, how much the social media? Gonna pat Ken on the back Guys, in the show. All abstain. Just talk about me for a little bit. Oh girl. I'll start with this one. I actually have a couple of honorable mentions as well. You can only choose one. How about just one? One honorable mention. 
Yeah, one honorable but went, okay. went well, to I'm the re- yeah. This one's weird because no, I'm going to go, but there's a couple. It's fine. I'm going to choose a bacon bit. Honestly, one of my favorite episode arts was the bacon bit, which I don't, you know, we don't have episode numbers there, but a toast to breakfast drinks. Mm. Now, oh, the yeah. breakfast episode had great art where we were on eggs and pancakes, but I actually loved the breakfast drink one. I think just visually, it's so cool. And so it's our silhouettes on glasses of like orange juice and strawberry milk, strawberry milk and, and, and chocolate milk. Yeah. And I just, I think that one looks so good. It's the it one that I want on a t-shirt. It's kind of like the Pet Boys version of us. <laughs> and uh, I just thought that was really cool. But I think my favorite, because I thought the photo shoot was fun, and we've talked about it on episodes past, or you guys have rather, but the photo shoots just get ridiculous. They but do. They really do. Um, I loved episode 276, Close Encounters of the Nerd Kind. <laughs> that was my honorable mention I think as well. that art is cool. Uh, I think you did a great job recreating the, it's the movie poster. It's us being abducted by an alien ship, and it's uh, it's the Fire in the Sky poster yeah. with us on it. Yeah. But we were literally outside jumping up and down under the spotlight here to get the right <laughs> angle. In probably two dozen poses each. Yeah. yeah. And every time we jump up in the air, shirts would kind of come up, so our bellies would show and a I little wearing, bit. Like, no, Kit says, bring flannel. Yeah. And so I, I was wearing like a purple shirt underneath the flannel, so like every time I jump, I have this bright purple on my belly. <laughs> it looked like a Teletubbies. I edited it out. You did. <laughs> yeah. But my, I love how Zach uh, was posing with us, and mm-hmm. he didn't have a flannel shirt. I didn't. And so he went home, put on a flannel shirt, and then hung on his garage door <laughs> to get the strain of arm muscles well, I was like, needed. what would this angle look like and how would I do it? And I kind of just thought of that idea and uh, it just turned out so great. That episode art, even like if you look through our grid on Instagram, it's probably the easiest way to see it. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, just if you look at it in the, amidst all of the other ones, it's visually striking. Yeah. yeah. It's very interesting. And then you had the, I believe it was the alien font that you settled on. So yeah, that's, that was my number. Oh, that was really well. fun. Um, also just throw out very quickly, I also loved soundtrack of our lives where he did the life jams. Oh, so that one fun. was fun. Yeah. One of the easiest to make. Yeah. yeah. It, it was it's simple, but it's really cool. Us, well, us posing once again, yeah. jumping in the air and taking pictures. <laughs> and that was a funny, a fun photo shoot for me yeah, too. It was. So. Say my mention was Close Encounters of the Nerd Kind as well with the alien abduction. Love but that. I gave my number one to the one that I want as a full-size poster on my wall. And I hope you make it available. I'm listening. On the store. Any nostalgia. It's any nostalgia. Yep. That's mine too. Episode I- 254 where Kent Drew... Us as uh, Simon with the with the whip going around us and Mike Tyson as yeah, Dracula. We had the power glove holding the gun. Yeah. And then it was a controller. One of us was holding the controller. The yep. controller was the whip. Yeah. Yeah. Our butts were great looking in that so picture. Good. Sculpted. <laughs> I My- spent a lot of time on yours. Family friendly. <laughs> Mike Tyson was the silhouette in the background. Yeah, and there was yeah. Just, there was a bunch of like inside jokes, like kind of little things. The, in there the too. episode number is done with Tetris pieces. I don't know if anyone's ever noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. It, that's also one that I had, but I, I hoped you guys would mention it. Yeah. I love that one so much. Well, and, and the thing is, I love it when Kent puts us in silly positions and like poses, like puts our heads on things or like the alien one. I love that kind of thing. But when you actually draw stuff, it's always like, holy cow, this guy actually has some artistic talent. That's when I say, <laughs> hey, guys, leave me alone for the weekend on, on Facebook chat. Yeah. I'll just be drawn. Yeah. 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 Thanks goodness for it. So that's my favorite as well. My second favorite was way easier to draw. And this one was one with Jake, actually. This was We Ate Everything at Wendy's. This is my honor. Yeah. That's a fun one. Yeah. And because really, it's just like, hey, I just need pictures of us. And I don't think I had to ask you for one. It's just like... No, you have a stockpile of photos. I really do. But it's like, there's Joel smiling. Okay. <laughs> I can outline his face really quick. Can I tell Easy. you, every time I'm having a good hair day, I'm like, I should take six selfies no, and send please them do. to Kent. <laughs> please do. <laughs> for, I, the, for the archive. Just behind the scenes, I take so many selfies on my phone, right? Just for various reasons. Wow. That sometimes... <laughs> yeah, maybe. Confessions? That I'm like, hey... 
I already have a great selfie. Here we go. And so yeah. I just use that for the shows. But yes, um, I, all I did was add or like red, but orange pigtails to each of us mm-hmm. and threw us on the Wendy's logo. And it just worked out really, really it, it's well. It's one of those that pop. Like you mentioned the Instagram feed. You're just scrolling down. It pops out. You're like, oh, sure. I recognize that. Yeah. So that's my honorable mention. But any nostalgia. It's yeah, fantastic. So and, yeah. and and Kent, really, I do. I want to, I want to pat you a little bit on the back because every week you come up with these episode art and you put a lot of effort. Like the fun dip one was when you did kind of just like I should do a fun dip thing, and it ends up turning out so cool looking. But you put a lot of work into that every week, and I appreciate it's that. fun. And uh, I don't use Photoshop for it either, which I think I'm going to next season. You need to. Yeah, he uses paint. He's you basically been, <laughs> you've been doing this with training wheels the whole time. Kind yeah. of. Yeah. Okay, this one is tricky because it's probably most of the year, um, and I'm sure we could talk about it all day, but the show we wish happened. I think I think there's like a right answer here, <laughs> but what do you think, Joel? I actually, I said the show I wish happened was actually the summer or fall movie preview. Mm, yeah. Because every year I look forward to kind of seeing what movies are going to come out, and then we talk about them, and it's, it's a gimme show. Yeah. Like we have these gimme shows built into the season where it's like, we know this one is coming up. It's one where we do every season... And we didn't have it this year. And it felt like I didn't have those checkpoints in the game. Yeah. And I was like, I just, I, I wanted them. And also, if we had those movies, it would mean we actually had movies yeah. coming out in theaters. So it's well, kind of a sentimental thing. And pick. every time we do that show, we're like, what are the five movies you want to bomb? And I was thinking, if we ever do have that kind of show this year, I don't want any movies to bomb. I want them all to do well. I want some of them to bomb. Like what? Anything by Tyler Perry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Bombs away. But it just means people are going to the movies again. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that was my pick with summer fall movie preview. I wish we, yeah. we wish we had one this year. What so, do you got, Kent? So one show we had on the schedule, but we just decided not to do it. And this was before your time, Zach. Even mm. though it seems kind of perfectly suited to you. Yes. It was a movie musical. It was either a tiering or category show. We hadn't really chosen the format. But I'm like, we've covered everything else. Why not movie musicals? <laughs> Why? Not? I'm kind of glad we didn't do that. Really? Yeah, because we already sing so much as it is. Imagine ah. the singing. Like, oh, imagine, on. okay, imagine <laughs> me singing Oklahoma, for example. <laughs> Please don't. Okay. O K A L H M O O. What? Oklahoma. I would have freaked out. See, that's that's gold right there. Beautiful We're doing that next year, by the way. Just like we really should. Great. So that was on the schedule, but we did so many music episodes this season that we, we just said, like, we'll push it aside. That's true. Yeah. For me, uh, personally, the James Bond episode, for kind of the similar reasons that Joel yeah. brought up. It's strange. Just, Why didn't we do that show this year? Well, because it got pushed back. Yeah. But I'm glad it got pushed back long enough that I'm on the show now. I also put in the, the movie previews just, again, because of what they mean. But for me, the biggest one that I wish happened was the anniversary show. We didn't get oh, to have yeah. our crowning of a new listener. Is it because you want Spencer gone? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's just because that is such a fun uh, touch point with it you is. Know, some of the listener. And it, it's sort of a milestone moment for the show. And I just, I, I, I miss that we didn't have that. Yeah. Kent didn't miss editing it. No, not at all. And well, and I'm not going to miss putting it together. But I also miss that. You're that hosting next year, by the Jake way. Jake done it. Yeah, yeah, I know. Next up, we have, speaking of all of the musical moments that we've had, favorite music moment. Kent? There were so many to choose from. We sang a lot this season. A lot. But I'm choosing one that Joel actually wasn't involved in, and he did had so many amazing song moments. Stacy, can't you see? Wasn't involved in. He was there. I hit the bass line, and then I said the yeah at the end. Okay, yes, you did say. How dare you? No, here's the thing. 
what I remember you saying, because that came in and helped me out. Uh-huh. And you yeah. basically said, stop it. Stop it. No, no, I, no, it, it and was, then you were like, yeah. It was more of it was more of a what's going on? <laughs> what's going on? It's like, guys, why really? are we singing slow? <laughs> and then you guys kept going and they got pulled in. And then I started doing the mom. Yeah, yes. Yeah, that's it exactly. But it seemed like like our dad was kind of getting mad at us and we just kind of <laughs> kept going with it. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, I'm gonna save this song. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was more kind of like, guys, let's move it along. Guys, what are you doing? Oh, this is fun. Yeah, basically. Uh, That was an amazing moment. Um, I think my favorite is from episode 278, Tournament of the 2000s One Hit Wonders, which was Stacy's mom. There we go. (laughs) I I have to completely agree because you were, you like, I'm in love with, and I was like, ooh, (laughs) with Joel doing his thing. I, that was peak bacon sale. I actually like unplanned fun moment recorded that and like shared it on social media. Just so much fun. Definitely tier one for me. So my honorable mention, uh, I actually, you know, patron songs, I enjoy doing those. So good. They stress me, they stress me out, but I enjoy it. I did, uh, for Drew Cutler, I did Candlebox. For Stephen Ross, I did a Faith No More parody. For Brian Madsen, I did an Elton John parody. For Jessica Terry, I did Justin Timberlake. Uh, but my pick was episode 278, Terminator 2001 Hit Wonders, the acapella slow ballad version of <laughs> Stacey's Mom. <laughs> yeah. Because once again, it was like, I was like, guys, what are you doing? And then I just got caught up in the magic and it just came together so nicely that I was like, man, I hope Kent remembers I was part of this. <laughs> I can't believe that you left him out. <laughs> I just remember him getting mad at us. That was, <laughs> it wasn't even mad. It was like, why, What's why, happening? Are, we, why, why are we going why? slow? Why? <laughs> and it was so funny. It, that was great. Yeah. That, and that was so organic and just like innocent fun. That's that us, very that, bacon That's sale. us having, uh, making ourselves laugh and then hoping that and you guys find And sometimes we'll cut too. moments like that out of the show, but I'm like, this has to stay. Yeah. Okay, now we have our favorite food-related memory. I'll start on this one. I have a couple. Uh, definitely got a shout out just eating pie. Thanks, Dr. Jen. That was amazing. <laughs> What's up, J-Dog? I also really loved bonding. Did you call with- her J-Dog again? <laughs> it's Dr. <laughs> J-Dog. J-Dog. That's right. I loved bonding um, every week over very gross pizza with you guys, for yeah. sure. And Ken's mom. And Ken's mom. That was really fun. Here's what I remember of you eating pie, by the way. Yeah. You ate a lot of pie. And then? And then you, on the show, you called pie, I think, tier two. <laughs> And I got up during. Uh, I got up mid bacon bit to get more pie. To get more pie, and the dairy affected you in a weird way, where you made this sound. Could you? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh no! Don't and, like do that the, in the dairy air. just affected you, where you couldn't <laughs> help but do that. I think I put it in the closing stinger. I yeah, it was it was like very phlegmy in my mouth that day. Yeah. But my favorite moment actually is not a food episode, of which there were a few this season, but mine comes from episode 251. This show is still overrated. The very first topic of the show, we start talking about overrated breakfast foods, and Kent (laughs) goes after omelets, and Joe vehemently (laughs) defends them. And I laughed so hard on the day. I re-listened to it this week, and I laughed so hard again. You're against omelets, too, though. I don't like omelets. I'm like, <laughs> so I say something about, you know what I want with my toppings? Wet eggs or whatever. And <laughs> it, I just was laughing. I made myself an omelet yesterday. Joel loves eggs. <laughs> he loves so omelets. So much. And I love eggs, too. I just don't like omelet form. It, it's it not an entree, everybody. <laughs> it's a side dish. Here we go again. Anyway, Joel, what do you have? Uh, so I, I did have an honorable mention here of uh, eating frozen pizza and getting Kent's mom's opinion on it because mm-hmm. that was always very entertaining yeah. to watch her be like, oh, oh this, is, this is horrible. This is the worst thing I've ever like, had. Or like, she's like, oh, this is pretty good. How much is it? $7. I don't like it. <laughs> That's my mom. <laughs> it's a Jewish site for sure. <laughs> it made me laugh. Uh, but no, I actually chose, I, I chose kind of more of a less than, not a funny one, but more of a positive one where I chose, we ate uh, episode 261, we ate, ate everything at Wendy's because 
when the when the pandemic hit, mm-hmm. it really was kind of just frustrating to not be able to go places and do things. It just had to be at home. And the weekly Wendy's visits I was doing sometimes, you know, multi multiple times a week. I, try, I tried to go like once a week and then maybe twice a week. But I would go to the Wendy's and it was so easy. I order on the app. I'd go pick it up and I'd just get some takeout. And it gave me right. some sense of normalcy. And then I did end up enjoying some of the burgers as well. I didn't get as yeah. sick of it as other ones because it was actually something keeping me sane. And so I chose uh, we had everything at Wendy's because it, it is an accomplishment to eat everything on that menu. Even the potatoes. <laughs> yeah, the potatoes. potato was a great moment. Potatoes. Potatoes. <laughs> and bringing it home and, and I bring it home like, like I bring home this massive food and just let my kids kind of pick at it. Right. You're and like, I just need a couple bites. But my, my son to this day still talks about the triple burger. Like it's the coolest thing ever. No, it's too much. But well, it was he, so hard to obtain. Big of his face. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, the pandemic kind of took away some of the burgers. We yeah. had to wait for a while for that. But it, it was a it was a fun experience. Yeah. Uh, every time we do those menu challenges, I'm always like, this this is this is a fun reason to have a podcast. Yeah, it really is. I mean, our food shows they do pretty well. People yeah. like them, I guess. They're fun to do behind the scenes. Uh, sometimes make us sick, and we hope you enjoy them as well because you know yeah. we're going to keep doing them. Yeah. So, so you guys have mentioned my pick. It's uh, you want a pizza me. Yeah. And in granted, like having pizza between the three of us, and then my mom coming in every single time. And giving her opinion was amazing. But my favorite moment was the first night we had pizza. At your place. And it was at my place. (laughs) It wasn't at the baking cave. And Joel's like, okay, so let's, uh, you know, set preheat. I'm like, cool. Okay. He's like, Kayla, get the pizza pants. I'm like, what? (laughs) Pizza what? What He's like, "Uh, do you have any like hot pads or gloves or anything? Pizza cutter. Yeah. Sometimes I use a towel folded in half. (laughs) (laughs) A paper towel. You need a pan? Oh, I can just put out some aluminum foil. In his defense, Ken has only lived there like three years. (laughs) Well, the thing is, like I've always been like when I was uh, living over in Portugal, I always had a thing of like, okay, every house needs to have these basic necessities. So if I, I was in a house. I'd always leave it better than I left it. I'd always buy certain things like, you know, a, a pan and a garlic press mm-hmm. and, a, and a pot, like things that they needed. And so I went to your place. I just had this desire to be like, I need to get him something. In fact, it was like two weeks later. I'm like, hey, hey Joel, are you proud of me? I bought a pizza pan. And I was, and, son. And a I pizza was. cutter. <laughs> <laughs> I was so proud to tell you. Yeah, I was very proud of you. And I'm glad you have it now. Now we have the episode that deserves a sequel. What do you got, Joel? Because a lot of times we throw stuff, we throw spaghetti at the wall and just see what sticks. And yeah. some mm-hmm. stuff I'm like, that was fun. We should do that again. Including episode 269, The Podlywood Game. Yeah. yeah. I That was one where Kent and I got to answer. We, I mean, like we said, we've known each other for eight and eight years and one and a half months on that, when that, at the recording of that episode. And it was one where we never really like we'd quiz each other on movie stuff yeah. like all the time. We know each other pretty well. Well, we, yeah, we think we do. But then we ask questions like, "What celebrity are you told you look like?" And I'm like, "Uh, Christopher Lambert." And you actually got that one. Yes. That was fun. But like, even Zach, the way you formatted it, it was so much fun to be able to just have these different rounds and try different things, and just to do something different than just us talking all the time. I right? feel like if it did have a sequel, it could be expanded, like a plot yeah. twist media, for example. Mm-hmm. And we could have other hosts kind of go against us. Yeah, I would love to when we can gather again to have, you know, friends on and actually have you play properly as a couple versus another couple. Yeah, <laughs> like a live too. show for that would be yeah. really cool. And that's what I was going to say is I think you handled it very well of just having the two of us and answering in a soundproof booth and, mm-hmm. and having that whole thing and then the breaks in between. And I think it was a fun game that I'm like, I'd like to do more. In fact, I like more Zach quizzes on the show because I think you're a fantastic game show host. Well, thank you. Thank you. I, I think you're that. handsome. 
I, I think you guys are great. Let's keep going <laughs> with this. Positivity. Yeah. Call me your Lola Bunny. <laughs> no, you're my Lola again. Bunny. Not again. <laughs> so the episode I picked, speaking of animation, was the schoolyard pick. So we've mentioned this one. And yes, we threw it together. But I think having a draft type show of that, and it doesn't always have to be the worst. We can maybe do the, the best of something and then have Zach pick who has the better team. Yeah. I think that format works out so well. And that episode has like and by the way it was very painful for us to choose oh yeah because these were not our darlings at all no. no but that has one of my honorable mentions for favorite music moment which was joel's off the cuff song kent has a manly beard today he has a manly beard it's not as manly as mine or sex but it's kind of a manly beard oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> just came up with it and i was like because i was really proud of my beard i had a quarantine beard at that point we had a like, whole discussion about facial hair right before we started recording i was like thanks joel and then he threw not as manly because you guys were just they were super manly. well it, you can kind of see episode art on the i think it was the board game show where you saw the beards coming in mm-hmm. but it was definitely a topic i was actually going to say the exact same thing because my pick is also the schoolyard pick annoying animated edition um and oh, really? i was going to call out that uh, exact same song too but <laughs> i just i loved that format because it got you guys like forcing you to say good things about bad movies. Yes. And that was, you know, it was fun because it's, I think it's kind of easy at times to kind of rag on movies. Mm-hmm. And so that's what, you know, you've done in the past with the in defense of episodes where you just try and find the good for a minute. But yeah, with, with good movies and bad movies, I think it would be a fun format to do again. Next up, we have the three favorite moments. Now, we've obviously talked about a lot of our favorite moments, but you're going to single these this ones out. This is a big category. Kent. And this three. is either on the show or off the show. Yeah. So the first one we've kind of mentioned, it's the photo shoots that we've had, whether it's Close Encounters of the Nerd Kind, Soundtrack of Our Lives. It was really funny because we did the Jumping for Joy Jock Jams pictures. And it's like, hey, everyone, send in your pictures. And I'm like, look at this picture, guys. Here's the art. And Joel's like, your picture looks really like high quality, Kent. Is that your body? Like, did you actually jump for that? Or are you kneeling on the ground? I said, like, the top half doesn't seem to be matching the bottom half. (laughs) And I was like, okay. And I showed him the real one where my legs are in motion, right? I'm kicking in. So I took it in my bedroom. I was kicking up in the air and it's all blurry. And my face is doing like one of these because I was doing it on my timer on my phone because no one was taking the picture because I'm all alone. Mm -hmm. And uh, so then I took a picture. So I used the top half of that picture. And then, then I did kind of stand on my tippy toes mm-hmm. and then that's i cut the bottom half of my body and spliced it together <laughs> yep. but just asking you guys for these things i'm like i'm gonna need something weird this week guys we're all gonna stand <laughs> in these uh what was it the sh- claim to shame yeah, yeah everyone like had to like wearing the stocks. the stocks yeah and just like i need this kind of picture here. and you guys are like that's so weird and then it's usually sunday afternoon where you're like Here's my pictures. I don't know what you're going to do That's why I'm always in a tie in these pictures. People yeah. think I dress like that all the time. <laughs> we can't just actually the pictures on Sundays. So, and, and sorry, this is going to be a longer category, but this is a big one, I think, for all of us. Mm-hmm. My second favorite would be Jake going off script for the soundtrack of our lives. And <laughs> oh, man. So we do this show. And this was a big night because we had the bacon bit Jacob have we loved. And we want to say goodbye to him. And yeah. of, there was a line that Joel said where it's like, when we say goodbye on Bacon Cell, we bring them on the show yeah. and we treat them as a friend and let them know that they can come back. And yeah. it was like, I think it's a show that the listener appreciated. Then we're like, we finished that one and it was touching. Then we're like, okay, let's do this big grand show where it's like these songs dictate who we were at this point in our lives. Planning, planning, by the way. Yes. That it was going to be like the end song was going to be your farewell song. And we were giving Jake this beautiful song. Almost like power. a funeral song or yeah, whatever. To say goodbye to the listener. So the first song we do is... Uh, 
the first song you remember from as, as a child. And so we're going through and it's like, yeah, when I was five, I sang like Michael Jackson or whatever. Yeah. And we go around and Jake's like, I don't really listen to music. I'm sure there's a song, but here's a song that my in-laws sing to their grandkids. <laughs> and then he sings the song, which I cut out of the show. And it was actually, Jake said it was okay. We all kind of agreed. Hey, we gave it proper context that it was a very outdated outdated song yeah not socially correct not socially correct at all at all and so i had it there and then jake actually said when i was editing the show because i was a little nervous yeah he's like my wife doesn't want that in there just in case my you know you know he went home and she's like how'd it go he's like it's good i told him about that song your parents sang and his wife's like what yeah no yes exactly so he does that thing and we're all we're kind of looking at him and he hadn't been on the show for a few months. We're like, do you remember how we did bacon stuff? <laughs> like, I remember looking at Joel like, what's going on here? I don't know. And weird. then it's like, what's a song that reminds you of like home or something like that? Yeah, or a song from your just you. And, and so straight up gunfire. He just, yeah, he was gunfire. <laughs> he played sounds of gunfire from YouTube. And we're looking at him like, what are you doing? <laughs> and my final one, this was actually from a Pagan bit. And if you Missy don't know, Jake. yeah, Missy Jake. <laughs> if you don't know, if you haven't listened to Pagan bits, sometimes we get into personal lives. Yes. Sometimes it's industry news. But on this particular one, I was a basket case. It was the end of January yep. 2020. Yep. And uh, I was actually coming back from Sundance that night. And this is a, kind of a bigger buildup. But I was on a dating app called Hinge. And I had matched with these girls. And it was like, sometimes when you're on dating apps, you match with two or three people at once and you kind of carry on conversations. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, wow, flirting is going really well, specifically between a blonde or brunette. And so I, um, yeah. yeah. And so I was talking to him and it's, it's going awesome. And I'm on my way to record the show. And then the conversation started to get a little weird, maybe more pointed towards me. I'm like, that's strange. And I'm like, hey, guys, I'll be right down. These guys were here in the bacon cave. And I was using the restroom and I was texting. And then all of a sudden, these two girls at once asked me the same question. Do you like blondes or brunettes more? They each asked me that same question. So they were in cahoots. They were in cahoots. And I am sweating profusely at this point because the flirting game was going really well. And by the way, this is the saga of MJ and Gwen Stacy. Mm-hmm. Whereas I was, bit. Yes, I was a Peter Parker in this situation. And I came down because I was like, once they said that, I'm like, okay, I'm the biggest jerk on the planet. Feel free to never talk to me. I am so sorry. I will leave you guys alone. Just because you were talking to two girls, texting two girls at the same time. And I felt like I was playing them, but it was like, yeah, we had started texting that day and I came down and I told Jake and Joel and I'm like, guys, I'm not ready for the show. Like, I feel sick. This is what I just did. I'm the biggest jerk. And they're like, okay, let's talk about it on the Pacon bit. (laughs) And we did. And it turned out to be kind of magical to the point where Joel is telling me what to write in response (laughs) for the text on the show. On the show. And he offers me a pitch show. I did. Because uh, he's like, push send right now and I'll give you a pitch show. I'm like, yes. So I will never forget that Pacon bit specifically. Because I felt like a jerk. I was super nervous. And you're but like, we were like, you're no, not a bad person. No, you're not a jerk. You're kind of. These people. Kind of. But no, you're anyways. not. So yeah, long moments. But yeah, Zach. Okay. Um, some of mine have actually already been mentioned. I have seven here. But I will wow. go, I'll get go to my three. main go three. three. I'm going to go to my three. But real quick, just quick shout out. I did have Flotsam and Jetsam making holy water on here <laughs> from the tour- <laughs> Tournament of Sidekicks. The parent- the seminary. The Parents Guide game, how many times we said, <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah. Fictional true crime, me standing outside screaming at one in the morning. one thirty yep. in the morning. Yeah. But uh, so last week, the Icelandic Yule lads just slayed me. Oh, man. But here's my actual pick, which is uh, I have two that are kind of behind the scenes and one that was on the show. But on episode 252, schoolyard pick, I, I guess I'm kind of cheating on this category. Mm. This was the birth 
of something that happens every single week here behind the microphone and sometimes in the end quotes. And that is the first. Lurse! No, no. This is not Lurse. This is pre-show tinkle. This is the very first time that I was like, ah, I have to do a pre-show tinkle, uh, which happens every time. And Joel, like the good dad he is, calls it out every time. Reminds me every time. Zach, do you need to (laughs) to use the restroom before we record? (laughs) So I don't want to get uncomfortable during the show. You do. You do a great job. My next one, though, uh, so that was my third. My second was from episode 275, Decade Dance Horror Edition, where we had our first appearance of Lurse. It was Lurse. Okay. It was on that one. Lurse, because I couldn't say nurse. For some reason, I can't remember the exact word. It was a name, and then you said nurse after that. It was like an adjective and then nurse, like a lonely nurse or something like that. It's Mm. so common for us to get tongue-tied and get stuck on a word, and it really, it happens all the time. But the combination of we were kind of punchy, it was late. Well, And Joel always goes, three, two, one. A night night Lurse. (laughs) (laughs) A Lurse. So he just gets mad at myself four times, and Kent and I was like six. I was in tears. And then you would get it, and you guys would be laughing. So then we couldn't. Yeah, you did it right, and we were laughing. (laughs) So I stopped. And again, it wasn't like we're not laughing at the expense, but it's just this goofy thing because we all go through it. We all have it where we just can't get these words out. So there's so much empathy and understanding there. So we're definitely not making fun of each other, but it just gets so well. We do sometimes hilarious. Right. So now every time one of us gets stuck on a word, we just yell learn. <laughs> that was that episode that yeah, was that the first funny. time was uh yeah horror decade dance but my number one moment uh actually happened on the show and it's after i brought up something that i thought would be a helpful tip and you guys ran with it with this hilarious improv that please 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 make into a t-shirt and that is on episode 265 breakfast in the furious hey queenie we got grit <laughs> i'm a different and i got a hat on my hey, brother died my brother died because <laughs> well, they said they said throw grits on the That's, ground i said i said if you throw instant grits on ants they'll eat them and they explode hate it yeah they hate, they hate oh grits. yeah yeah we hate grits hey queenie <laughs> they're throwing grits again hey, queenie <laughs> they think we hate it <laughs> i think about that all the time and just start laughing have you it ever tried it I kill try us it. some more we need some more grits. We need more grits. Bring more them. grits. We hate those grits. The idea of southern ants that just love grits is wearing their so straw hats. So <laughs> little old girls. <laughs> like trucker hat and plaid. Oh, you were dying. I so funny. And I still think it's so, so funny. Oh, man. So my number one moment is Queenie, we got grits. <laughs> oh man. See, I actually have that as an honorable mention. I have Southern Ants on Breakfast in the Furious. <laughs> Okay, my, my number three is when we were doing the episode art, uh, cover art for episode 250, Do You Even Hasbro, the board games mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. And Kent and I are up there. Zach's trying to take a picture, and we are positioning the board, <laughs> yeah. the Connect Four board perfectly, yes. and getting, we're, we're looking at the board, the picture on the actual game, and trying to copy it. Exactly. exactly. So we are putting the discs in. We're getting the poses. We're getting it all exactly right. You're, you're beating me. Yeah. And like the whole expressions on the face, that's what we're going for. And we get it up. It's we, like an exact recreation. Yeah. We do it exactly right. <laughs> exactly right. And we get it out there. We're like, it looks perfect. We post the episode. Everything's great. Well, we, we took a picture and it looked great, but it needed just a little bit of an adjustment. So we took another one. Yes, yes, yes. But we got through that. We post the show. It's live ever, for everyone to see. And we're like, ha, I wonder if they'll get how close we are to the real cover. And then Molly Trent Thompson notices <laughs> on Instagram, hey, you it looks like you've already won <laughs> because we had placed four four yellow discs vertically and I was about to put in a fifth 
to win. Connect five. Yes. Because <laughs> you had already done. <laughs> we took the first shot and then you dropped it in yes. and then we took another shot. Yes. Is that and what we did? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so the whole thing where we planned it so perfectly and then we have the biggest goof ever on that image. So if you look at the image for episode 250, it, I've already won, but Kent doesn't know that yeah. apparently. <laughs> I would like to call out as well. We had a, a mini um, Connect Four tournament after and I won. We did. Yeah. Yep. I got creamed. I don't remember you winning. Uh, my number two is not a good memory for Kent, but it's it's one of those moments that doesn't happen very often in Bacon Cell, and so I thoroughly enjoyed it. After everything was okay, okay, it's episode 280, You Want a Pizza Me, where Kent is singing his song in the middle of the pizza show. Oh, no. And I then he, hated he, messed, he messed up. <laughs> I did. And so he says, okay, wait, retake. We're going to retake it. So he started in the middle of the song and did it again oh, and did it perfectly. This is the worst. And then we're doing the show and we're doing the honorable mentions for all the pizzas in the oh, middle that didn't no. make the top five or the bottom How five. How long do you think we had gone? 15 minutes? 15, 15 minutes. 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden Kent goes, guys, oh no, <laughs> guys. And we're like, what, what? Did you forget to do something? He's like, I'm not recording. <laughs> so he had stopped the recording to re-record his song and then never hit play again. So we recorded a good 20 minutes of that episode. And you didn't re-record your song either. No. So you no. had to do it again when we were done. At the end of the show. Yeah. yeah. So we had to re-record about 20 minutes in the middle there of the pizza show. And it was funny because like we we had some good jokes. We did. And we're like, do we try to do those again? Like those in the moment, spur of the moment jokes. And we really couldn't. Some of them came back. It was a lot tighter. I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah. A lot cleaner. Like maybe, yeah. And then we made the joke no. about recording every show twice. It was this thing because in season one, we had so many rookie mistakes. And it was like, hey, guys, we'll learn from this. Let's never mess up like this again. And then we're in season six and it's still happening. Yeah. Because it can yeah. happen, but it doesn't happen very often. Like, right. I think that I, I don't think there's, I think maybe two times it's ever That's happened. That's one of those things show. where I'm like, guys, I'm so sorry. Oh, it's so late. I am so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like in the moment, your eyes went like, they were saucers. You were like, I just I checked the recording just, right now. Just make so sure we were recording. recording. You went so pale. Just like, oh, uh, Zach, I'm, I'm always so pale. pale. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then my number one was the Tenant Bill and Ted pizza recording night. <laughs> that was so much fun. Where we got to go to a movie theater this yeah. year. Yeah. And then we went to Kent's house and ate frozen pizza for like, so we did, uh, we watched the movie in the theaters for one show. Yeah. We cooked frozen pizza to prepare for a future show. We watched Bill and Ted for the bacon bit. And then we came here and recorded the Christopher Nolan show. Oh, what a night. So it was a marathon night, but it was so much fun because like I said, this was... Uh, September 7th. Mm-hmm. And so like very starved for human companionship at this time and right. being able to just go out and see a movie. I all- remember you at the theater because you have to keep your mask on unless you're actively eating is what it says in the rules. Yes. So you got a popcorn. It was like one piece at a time. <laughs> just so yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't use popcorn. the word active. He was very slow about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just so I could keep that mask up. But yeah, it was, it was a fun experience. It was, it was a unique night and I just, I'll never forget it. So yeah, yeah that's great. That was awesome. There you go. All right. Should we end it there? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Holy cow. Okay. We've got surprise hit episode. Now, we already mentioned Take a Look. It was in a book. And that's what I want to mention as well. So that was the show where we had Drew Cutler on. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it was fun. It was a category show. And I love book adaptations. And sometimes they work well. Sometimes they don't. But who knew that the ratings would be so high? Well, actually, mine was was a little bit different. Um, I actually did Cruising with the Beach Boys. That was episode 258. Mm Mm-hmm. And I, it, that one got like a really good reception. And I've, I've been getting crap ever since for, for my way I approached that show. Um, but I, I'm still, you know, catching flack for it because it was so popular. And mm-hmm. I didn't realize people were so passionate about the topic. I also really loved the format of the episode and think we should apply it again. Uh, but I was really surprised at how well the Beach Boys show did. Yeah. Nice. Um, and I, I went a little self-indulgent here. 
kind of. Because should. I picked episode 274, Horror Movie Training. Yes. Yeah, I, th- I thought about that one too. Because I'll tell you, I'll confess something to you guys right now. I went home, like, head hung down. Why? I went home and I was like, and my wife said, how'd it go? And I was like, I just talked and talked and talked. Like I said, I just sat there the whole time and just, like, I, I didn't feel like I gave you guys enough time and there was enough humor and it was really dry and I was so stressed out but about hardly. it. But hardly. And so I, I don't know, like, I was actually pretty, like, non-communicative during that weekend because yep. I was just like... Uh, I noticed. And so I didn't really talk. And then it came out and people actually liked it. It's and one of the shows where we've got the most feedback. And that's that's what I was going to say is, is the surprise hit came from people like saying, oh, I'd like to see this list. In fact, Megan Parker reached out to us on Facebook just in direct message. And bef- the Sunday before the show aired and said, hey, you've been talking. I've heard you guys mention this uh, horror movie training. Yeah. Do you have that? And I was like, what a coincidence. I have it right Listen here. Monday. Tomorrow morning we'll have it. But just seeing the feedback from people and then people commenting on it and actually putting stock in this ridiculous project that I've been working on. Far from ridiculous. That was very validating for me. I have personally used that since then. With your kids? Um, Yes. Or with you? And dates. (laughs) Ah, nice. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, let's start with phase one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, we're talking about movies, or are you talking? You know, <laughs> yes. Wondering. Yes. Yeah. What's your phase one? Is that phase one? <laughs> but yeah, that one was one where I and the the spreadsheet has already changed from then. Like I've actually after this Halloween episode, I retooled my version. the The version we talked about is still available on BaconCell.com. Mm-hmm. But I'm already still tweaking and moving this thing. But I'm I'm just grateful that you guys enjoyed it, you the listener, and that I got some positive feedback for it because I really was yeah, stressed great. out about that episode. Now we have strangest guest request, and I'll go first on this one. It's actually already been talked about, but that's episode 273, Mythical Creature Combat. The request to talk about mythical creatures and then have them in the bracket format and everything, like it was just strange and really cool. It it turned out great. Like the the research on that was so much fun about learning about these different creatures from different areas. Yeah. And then pitting them against each other was just a joy on top of that. And picking favorites like Hodak. Yeah. Who knew? I never know about a creature named Hodag. Well, and yeah. like last week where we did, you know, we talked about all of the, the Europe is weird sort of Christmas traditions and then just taking the extra step and going, now I want them to fight to the death. <laughs> it's so strange. <laughs> so cool. I love it. Uh, for mine, I'm actually going to go with one that's already been talked about, but it's episode 264, Putting Rush in the Limelight, our Rush show. Mine too. Is it? Yep. Because Ryan Farron, known for robots. Like when he comes on the show, he talks yeah. robots. And all yeah. of a sudden he's like, by the way, Canadian uh, rock band. Prog rock. What? What? <laughs> And so it was one of those things where he, I did not understand his love for Rush. Like He's like, yeah, let's do a Rush show. And I'm like, oh, cool. And then he gave us a spreadsheet with album information and the history of the band and essential songs and historical songs. And he, he wrote an intro for me for the show. Yeah. And it was just one of those things where I'm like, and I think it was it, not that it was a strange request, but it was a strange request from Ryan. We're Knowing Ryan. Like, it was his wow. third episode on the well, show. And yeah. anytime I meet someone like one of my buddies who talks about Rush all the time, I go glazy eyed. I'm mm-hmm. like, cool, Rush. Yeah, you really like Rush if you're like a Gen Xer at this point. Yeah. yeah. And you go to a lot of, well, you used to go to a lot of their concerts. And their drummer I hear is really cool, but I never really want to listen to him. It's just not my thing. Yeah. Even though prog rock is pretty cool. But the request was do as much research as you can. And we listen to every single song as you discuss. Yeah. I literally, was, I was on vacation. Yeah. And I had head, one headphone in like on the drive home. And I'm listening to Rush, like ignoring everything else, just listening to Rush. So I'm like, you know, kids can watch a movie or something like that. Yeah. Because I needed to finish the albums before they got home, before yeah. the episode recorded. It was a weird show, but I, I dug it. Now we have the why did we wait so long to do it category. What do you think, Joel? Uh, honorable mention I want to put out here is uh, Spencer Larson's video game hero bracket. Yeah. Because that's one where I was like, we know these characters. Why have we not pitted them against each other? So thank you, Spencer, for 
actually getting us to do it. Because that was one where I was like, why? Why haven't we done this? We talk video games. We talk tournaments. This was not one that should have waited so long. But I'm glad we did wait long because it turned out pretty fun. Yeah, it really did. It's a fight to the death and a lot of them do fighting. They do. It really made sense. It makes sense. Yeah. Much more than like, you know... uh, Disney sidekicks. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But actually, my my choice is episode 256, Avatar The Last Podcaster. Yeah. Yeah. We've uh, been wanting to do that for a while. Well, no. Episode 10. Nice shirt, by the way. Thank you. I'm actually wearing an Avatar shirt right now. Yes, you are. Uh, Episode 10 of Bacon Sale. We talk about uh, TV shows that were made into movies and didn't quite make it, Mm -hmm. being The Last Airbender. So even back then... We were discussing Avatar Last Airbender and multiple times on Bacon Cell, we've talked about how much we like that show. And so to wait that long to do it just seemed kind of weird. So thank you, Chris, for letting us do that as well and not making us watch crazy Ghibli movies, (laughs) which we did as well. We did that before. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So my pick is why do we wait so long to do the horror movie training? Yeah. Joel and I had talked about it for years, like just kind of offhand, like, okay, if someone is only rated for PG-13, like what should they watch? He's like, okay, we'll stay with phase two, maybe phase three. Mm -hmm. And so Joel's had this in his back pocket forever, but we're so like overloaded with October ideas. So many. That we somehow waited till season six for this this show. This worked out very well because Kent, you were super stressed about your uh, fictional true crime. Mm -hmm. And so I said, let me just take the bulk of the show. Yeah. Because I've already done the bulk of the work. And so I can take the, the, the load on this one and then give you more time to procrastinate. Yeah, it was great. And then you wrote your show. Yes. Yeah. Um, and mine is have yourself a merry little podcast. Just a couple weeks ago. How did it take you guys five years to do Christmas music? Again? <laughs> we ran out of Christmas music. We did it. There's still so There's much. There's still so many more we could do. We could do another episode tomorrow if we needed to. We're good. Uh, but yeah, so obviously we, we talked about it on that show, how it'd been so long, but have yourself a merry little podcast. Why did it take so long? Now, next up, we're going to do biggest accomplishment. And Joel, why don't you start us off on this? What's your and now we're doing personal accomplishments, right? Or yeah. do you think just or show as show is yeah. general? It's, it's kind okay. of be anything that way, either way. Variety. Okay. Uh, I was going to say my honorable mention actually goes to making Matt's watch essential movies. Oh wow! Because he would have never watched those on his own, and even though he hated them, I think it was good for him, right, Matt's? <laughs> No, no, it wasn't. (laughs) He's like Pete from the Buttercream Gang. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, No, so that was my mention. But my biggest accomplishment was watching all of the James Bond movies for a show we didn't do. (laughs) Wow, yeah. I have, gentlemen, 58 pages of notes. Knock it off. For a show we didn't (laughs) Didn't do do. this season. But now you're prepped. You're fine. But that's the problem. That's only a little bit more than two per movie. Yeah, exactly. It's 58 pages of notes because I would actually just do bullet points as I was watching a movie like, oh man, are they really killing off Blofeld? Well, that's crazy. Yeah. And stuff like that. Like just making little notes. And so as I watched all the movies, I did that. But now it's going to be like a full year because we we were going to get this done like first of the year. Early April. Yeah. And so I was binge watching them. And then it got postponed till November. I'm like, okay, well, I'll wait. And then I started binging them in like September again. And then it got postponed till the next year. Yeah, I watched all those movies, every single Bond movie, probably within a month and a half span. And I'm like, yeah, Joel, I beat you. Oh, I'm so ready for this show. And you're like, I'm only halfway through. I'm like, yeah, take that. You always win the food challenges, but I won the Bond challenge yeah. for next year. Yeah. Great. So I'm worried I'm going to have to rewatch them all again, again, uh, so I can be ready for next year because it's going to be a full year. First and last of each Bond. That's it. Uh, of each actor. Of each actor. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That's what you should do. That makes sense. So I went more general with the biggest accomplishment. And for I think it's mostly for Bacon Cell. It's not missing a week. 
of recording. Oh, through Knock on t- wood, man. Well, we're taking a break. We're taking a couple weeks off. Okay. Through the toughest time that we've seen in a long time in this world. But Take, we sat taking there. Taking proper precautions. Right. We sat there and we're like, okay, we may need to do remote recording. So we've we need gone, to kind of learn how to do that. We've gone through so many of those cleaning wipes. <laughs> we <Yeah>. have. <laughs> we wiped down this cave after everything's over. And also, there was a time when, you know, we had the transition from Jake to Zach. And it's like, yes. hey, Zach, can you help us out? We're not really sure what's going to happen in the future, but we just need your help. And we may bring in other guest hosts. But, you know, also... We want to keep our circle pretty small, so help us out for as long as you can, okay? Well, because the original plan was let's rotate the guests and yeah. get a bunch of people in here. And then when the pandemic hit, we're like, Zach, can you be in our circle, please? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we had to keep that number small. And yeah. so we were a bit worried that, and we <gasps> knew. Did Zach plan the pandemic so he could take over Jake's yeah. position? <laughs> <laughs> nice laugh. But we felt that the you as the listener would kind of forgive us if we took a short hiatus, maybe two or three weeks off. You guys even were like, oh, well, we'll just do really short episodes. <laughs> yeah. Huh. But we were thinking this schedule may change and that's okay. But we're like, we like to meet. And we know people like to listen, at least some people, the one listener. Yeah. And so we just kept going. And now, I mean, we're at the end of the year and I cannot believe We've gone week to week doing a show. There was a concession that maybe we need to do like an over the air record or over the internet recording, yeah. Zoom call, something like that. We just we, and then we we've, we've had some COVID scares very close to us, right? Yeah, and still it was a thing where we once again we took proper precautions, got tested, you know, confirmed things, and still like we're being safe, but we still made it through the season, which I'm very impressed with as right. well. And so if we're gonna get it, get it now, Ken. I'd like to, <laughs> yeah. I'd like to echo you as well. Uh, I think one of our biggest accomplishments, too, is getting Zach Absolutely. on the show yes. and not missing a beat of like having a, a, an everyman host here. Yeah. And Zach, uh, props to you for coming in and just taking that mantle so quickly. And I, we really do appreciate it because it just kept the show going rather than us going, well, like, let me talk for 20 minutes about my favorite movie that no one cares about. And I you will kind of bring us back down to yeah. earth. Yeah. It's yeah. The, my very first episode on the show and I'm feeling they're like, by the way, you're on intro and outro. thanks guys appreciate it yeah um so mine i'm just gonna go off of that mine is joining bacon sale and staying on bacon sale like that to me is it's been so valuable for me and you know i've had some really tough blows in my personal life and this show has just been so amazing and i love that i'm on it and still on it and you guys have welcomed me in and like you guys are brothers and this is just so cool to be here and uh, so i just my biggest accomplishment is Joining and staying on Bacon Sale. For now. Love you, babe. Uh, For now. (laughs) You're my little bunny. Stop. Ew. (laughs) Says the new No. Why? Why? That just made it even worse. (laughs) And finally, we have our three favorite episodes. Now, this one, we really, we've been talking about our favorite episodes, but at the end of the day, these are the three that we picked to be favorite. I think I cheated. I think I probably mentioned these before, but... This isn't easy, by the way. There's so many fun ones. Here's my three. Episode 265, Breakfast in the Furious. I think that episode is gold. It is I gold. love it's it. One. It's a fun It's one. so fun. It, it makes me hungry for something very delicious. It was fun to do. It was fun to research. I love that show. Next up is 250... Do you even Hasbro? I that was this was the board game <laughs> mm-hmm. show that Joel just mentioned. I loved this show for some reason. I was like, it's naughty twister, wasn't it? It, it was, was a dirty absolutely. Yeah, I it was so fun to talk about board games, which is funny because that, it, to talk about it on a podcast, yeah, like that seems so strange. But it, it ended up being so much fun. 
But my number one episode of the season, uh, this is a self-indulgent choice because I personally had so much fun on this show, and that was episode 257, Wheel of Game Shows. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah our yeah, game yeah. show show. With, with the game show, with we the had, quiz. We had three different quiz breaks in three different game show styles. Yeah. And I, for the final round, sent you guys off and we did the Fast Money Family mm-hmm. Feud yeah. Uh, who won? Do that was remember? the Hollywood game. That, yeah, I was getting the Hollywood game and the and the game show game mixed up. Yeah. Yeah. So that uh, that one was so much fun. But even just talking about the game shows, again, the research for that one where I'm I was watching old game shows and then kind of the the foresight and of, hun- of yeah. losing Alex Trebek this year. Yeah. yeah. And realizing that he is my like my favorite. Because we game revere show him on that show. Yeah. We do. Yeah. Yeah. And who well, I think thought? we gave him Sainthood on we that did. episode. And then who yeah. would have thought that this it, would be your when we to, do to, to lose him this year, it actually felt uh, like, you know, we we just we did it with the right timing. We had a lot of fun with it, and it actually turned out to be my favorite episode of the year. We live game shows, so much fun. What about you, Joel? Joel, these aren't in any particular order, so it's just I'm going to talk about them. Okay, the first one I'm going to talk about is actually time to talk turkey, uh, oh, November twenty third. Yeah. This was the one Delicious. where Jennifer Kukowski came on the show, and first of all, gave us pie, delicious pecan, pumpkin, so chocolate, banana, banana cream, cream pie. Thanks, Dr. Jen. And so we had, yeah, it was delicious. And so we had a wonderful like feast beforehand. And then we're talking about Thanksgiving food, and it turned into the most ridiculous <laughs> arguments where I had no idea the cult of stuffing existed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we exist. But apparently, I offended a lot of people by talking about how stuffing is just soggy, salty meat, or soggy, salty bread. Excuse well, you're me. wrong. And so that and was kind of fun to do. You talked about slurry quite talked a bit. about a slurry, which I tried a roux, and it turned out pretty well. But right. slurry is very good for gluten-free. La roux? Bulletproof? Uh, no, not bulletproof. bulletproof. Uh, but it's it, it was fun. To, it, the food shows are always kind of fun because it's so ridiculous and relatable that you can pass it around. Yeah. And it was just interesting to see kind of... We, we, were, we agreed on a lot of stuff, but then we would just totally clash on other things where it was like, Zach and I both went tier two on pies, and you and Jennifer were very offended yeah. by that. It didn't um, go on my first plate. That was the rule. And that was also the one where Kent tried to argue with me about stuffing having its own day. And I was like, well, so does the devil. <laughs> no, no, no. It actually went like this. I was like, okay, here we go. Because this is one of my choices as well. I freaking love this show. <laughs> so I'm giving facts. And sometimes when Joel and I talk about the fun facts we find online, we'll read it verbatim. And sometimes people jump in with a joke and we miss the joke up until we hear the episode later. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you missed a joke I said earlier today on, the, on this episode. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, listen okay, good. It. So there was a time where I'm like, Joel, how, how could you say you hate stuffing? Stuffing has its own day. And then you so said, so does the devil. So does the devil. And I'm like so stuffing it in 1803 and then stovers that it and then all of a sudden i'm like the devil (laughs) like it's like it took him a couple seconds to realize what i just said you can hear the light bulb turn on in my head and i was like the devil and we talked about it on air and off air i'm like what are you talking about (laughs) all it was like what's going on all it was is you said stuffing has its own day and in my mind i was like my kids all the time will ask the echo uh, what's the holiday today? And it's some random stupid holiday. Yeah. And so I was trying to think of any random stupid holiday I could think of and just someone who doesn't deserve a holiday. And so the devil just came out. I had no like background for that other than my yeah. brain just short-circuited and I went with but the worst the person that I could think of. you were the one that referenced the devil's <laughs> holiday. <laughs> yeah, so does the devil. Yeah. <laughs> so that was, that was my... Uh, that was okay. That was awesome. what I want to mention. Uh, my second one is actually going to be uh, fictional true crime. Yep. Um, awesome. Because that was one where it was so unusual, so unique, 
an audio play that we've never done before, very scripted, yes. uh, with some levels of success in acting. Uh, but I love <laughs> Joel by was you, the best by we you. All know. I, I love I love doing the hearing the raw stuff behind it, but I love it when I can hear a show when it's all put together. Like I love when we put clips of music in shows and things mm-hmm. like that. And so like having the show be spread out across three hours, but then hear it condensed into that one hour. Right. All the work we put in put into with it. all the music yeah. cues and the sound cues and the cruise cues. Um <laughs> It was just fun to hear. And then also we had the fun on top of it where I was able to write a blurb that was glitched. Mm-hmm. Like it was like this scheduled thing that was supposed to go out, but wasn't supposed to publish until it was like finished. Like it was Blair Witch Project all yeah, of a sudden. Yeah, it's just like insert joke here and things like that and scheduled to publish on this date. And then people would like, oh, like they actually wrote out and was like, did you mean like when we posted the show, they're like, oh, guys, I think you messed up here. And like they were so kind to reach out and be yeah. like, oh, you weren't supposed to do that. And then like at one point when we didn't comment on, we all went radio for, three days. for a week. Yeah, for, for yeah. And like at one point, I think it was Tim Heunan at one point said, have you guys noticed they're not liking or commenting on anything we're saying on this post? And I'm like, yes, someone noticed. (laughs) (laughs) And so it was just fun to to kind of play along with that for a while. And yeah, so that was a fun one. I completely agree with you. I oftentimes I'll maybe not listen to the episode because I think, oh, I lived it. Like I was there. I had a lot of fun. But this was one that I was the most excited to listen to. I was so excited eagerly anticipating the the final product yeah. and you know as soon as it was uploaded uh i had i immediately jumped in and listened to it and i had a blast with it yeah Great it's choice. fun to listen to uh and then my third one i want to talk about was actually cruising with the beach boys yeah it's so good because i i love the beach boys music like grew up with it and obviously in that show i had the best taste in, the, in their songs but uh, <laughs> except for kokomo having kent drool over john stamos Having Zach, quote unquote, <laughs> love the Beach Boys and then hate all their songs. We were the, the Mike Love, Brian Wilson debates. Yeah, we were yeah. constantly singing the entire time, but also just the format. Yeah, we'd never done a format like that before. And I think that show has become kind of a new staple for us. It will like, be. We can do a band and then pick the top five, bottom five, and then mm-hmm. give the history in the between. But we call it the Beach Boys show. We could do a Beach Boys, Beach Boys like show. <laughs> and so that one to me, I just I love the music. I love the format. I thought it was very fun to talk about. And I was able to listen to all of the Beach Boys albums as a big accomplishment and hear some of their very terrible songs and a lot of their good ones. Yeah. But I can't believe some of those bad ones on there, Ugh. which we still have that Spotify playlist if you want to go listen to that. But yeah, cruising with the Beach Boys. So my shows have already been mentioned, but my top three are Breakfast and the Furious. Uh, there was a point yep. where Zach doesn't like bagels unless they're from New York. Yeah, boy. New York bagels. Oh, if you try the New York bagels. Mm. Why, are you, why are you talking like that? I want a New York bagel, right? <laughs> it, tastes, like, it became such an elitist in that moment. And so, did. you know, it gave him a little bit of flack on that one. I found out that Joel just likes to eat. I mean, I knew this, <laughs> but Joel basically has a happy family on his plate. It's the breakfast family. And then it's breakfast in party. his tummy. Yes. <laughs> it's a breakfast party. Yeah, that was coined there. I talked about quiche and the fingernails and toenails that probably go into quiche Ew. and no one would even know. We just had quiche the other day and it was delicious. Yeah. There's probably some weird hairs in there nope. and stuff. My wife made it and it was delicious. Would um, you like a quiche? Also, Joel, you brought up the fact that there's a difference between like a corned beef nap and a donut nap after breakfast. <laughs> and Zach asked if there was like a fruit nap, for example, which we shot him down pretty quick. Yeah. No yeah. Fruit naps. And then there was, of course, the grits moment, which yeah. Queenie, get your grits. Queenie, we got grits. So I hate grits. I love that show. The other one was Time to Talk Turkey. This is a very recent show. And we were so worried about the formats. We're like, we're talking like almost like breakfast. We're talking about really general foods. Yeah. We're not being like, hey, here's Burger King or Wendy's. We're like turkey however it's made rolls however they're made exactly it's like is it the best one who knows but the tangents we made 
on that show, like getting your fingies in there, oh. <laughs> right? The fingies became a Get thing. And those are fingers, there. by the way. And you guys talked about funeral potatoes. Oh, that's as right. If they are, like, honestly. Like the most disappointing. No, no. The reason for funerals. <laughs> like, dead people aside, you guys know, we actually saying- said... You will be let down if you go to a funeral and there's not funeral potatoes. That's true. And I was like, you died for nothing. <laughs> you guys like, and you didn't even regret it saying no, this at all. No. <laughs> so no, still don't. And obviously the devil moment. Amazing. I love that episode. Yeah. And then honestly, not even because of the final product, but fictional true crime. Yeah. Because I actually haven't listened since we published the show because I don't like to. Because I edit the show and I put them out like whatever. But it's the... You haven't listened to it since it's published? No, I can't. Wow. It, I, I totally get it. The last thing that you want to do after you edit a project like that is listen to it again. But now the yeah, time, the time has passed. Don't you want to check it out? Maybe in a bit. I, I, it's like same thing with me being on screen. I can't watch. Hmm. It's yeah. weird. But I edit the shows and I'm like, okay, I think it's good enough. I'm just going to submit it. There we go. But it was the recording. So this was maybe August when we had Jake on uh, for the last time doing Soundtrack of Our Lives. And I said, Jake, I've written 10 pages. I need you to act out these 10 pages. Zach was uh, just hanging out because that was the show where we announced Zach's officially taking over. Mm. So I'm like, Joel, could you proofread this? Make a few changes if you can. Is this too dark? And so Jake did his thing. We didn't even do a dry read. Jake just kind of went in and we all had sort of bad acting except for Joel. And I <laughs> yeah, said, Joel was great. I said, I can't change it now because Jake's read it. And this may be the last time we get him in the bacon cave for the rest of the year. And so then I'm like, okay, I got to write the rest of this. And that is when Jake left the story. And then Zach came in and it kind of just worked. Ding dong. Right. And then it was like the week before. I mean, generally when we record and we recorded for what was it? Probably three and a half hours, yeah, the three of us. And I'll never forget this night. This is why it's one of my favorite episodes <laughs> is because our running back and forth, uh, going upstairs or at least to the end of the hallway where Joel and I are running and we're yelling down the hallway and Zach is reading us our lines to say next. <laughs> Zach going outside and screaming or screaming through a pillow. Yeah. It was just everything about it opening doors and us being like what is it cruise <laughs> doing the mouth cut the mouth noise is and, and how we were able to even keep composure because we were dying i left that night and it was probably 2 30 in the morning but i was like i may never have another night of podcasting that much fun it again. was a lot of fun yeah so yeah that was my my third choice and i i full disclosure kent i had the creeps driving home after oh really after we recorded i was like driving home and i had the kind of like Oh, I need to watch something happy because it was just creepy. It was a creepy vibe. I remember when I listened to the episode, I was like sitting there and and I was on the edge of my seat and I was like, I we did this. I like we acted. Yeah, this we were out. laughing the there. entire time. But when it was all put together, I I just felt like it was that old school. Like got to listen to the radio play, and I was just staring at uh, at a uh, Bluetooth speaker, just listening to it. it. It was so cool. Fun. Great work. Have we patted ourselves in the back enough? A little bit. Only for like two hours. Whoa. <laughs> Let's talk about blurbs again. No. Really quick. <laughs> Blurb. about that. But really like, you know, Zach, you know, we mentioned this before, but thank you for joining us this season and in the seasons coming up as yeah. well. Like, oh, thank you for putting that important thing on there. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah. <laughs> I think that I think that uh, you you really helped make season six a great season, you know, and I, I would say season six. Not as bad as the trailer made it out to be. Wouldn't you agree? <laughs> Would agree. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, those trailers. But Zach, thank you. Joel, thank you. Kent, thank you. Listener, Listener thank, you. thank you. We do want to thank our patrons. And we will talk about next season, but we want to do something a little special since it is the Christmas season, the season Aww. of giving. We'd like to do a little something special for all our patrons out there. So we're going to do a quick read through of every patron of Bacon Cell currently. And here we go. I'm going to start us with tier three. Awesome. 
Spencer Larson, Drew Kimball, Joel Jenkins, the Klingons you've never met, Kosher and Halal, Kelsey Watts, Sean Purdy, Steve Hamilton, Rachel Carlson, Jeff Smith, Spencer, Devin Hansen, Jill Reese, Brennan Garrig, Drew Maxfield, Paula greenwell Mollis, Rocky and Steph, Steve Hansen, Nathan and Chelsea, Alicia Toner, David Stewart, Duncan Jewell, Anna Bravo, Matt Edwards, Christine Western, Nate Peterson, Jay Powell, Kendall Eliason, Evan Sanquist, Kaylee and Natalie, Stacey Schreiber, and Ashley Helstern. You got a crack of the voice in there too. You Here did. You, go. you know, you may be tier three patrons, but you're not tier three patrons. You are tier one to me. Next up in our tier two group, we have Scott Sprague, Colton Cook, Mary Cox, Shana Elliman, Kimberly McEwen, Jake Hunter, Sam Ma, Valerie Ilguth, Jonathan Vascar, Taylor Sanderson, Evan Marie Peterson, Ben Betts, A. Bake, Mikey Hales, and Andrea Harrison. Thank you. Thank you, Tier 2 patrons. Then in our Tier 1 group, we have Angela Hammond, Nicole Yazzie, Lindsay Higby, Adam and Rachel Crump, Brian Sorensen, Aaron Moose Camuccio, The Park Hopper's Unofficial Disneyland Show, Brian and Angela Bass, Mitchell Stones, Monica Harper, AdventureDarlingShop.com, Disney-inspired accessories for darlings everywhere, and Andrew D. Thank you, Tier nice. 1 patrons. Thank you. You guys are awesome. And then we have... I'm the listener tier, which includes Sean Sanquist, Terry Finlay, Adrian Gray, Crew Dutler, Alicia Bass, Kyler wishes all the lowercase listeners a Merry Christmas, Braden Winterton, Sweet Bottom Cakes, which is not a nickname, it's Thank a business, you. Jessica Drought, Jennifer Kukowski, Dr. Jen, Plot Twist Media, Babs, and Glowclin Daniel. And then we have our Bacon Council, which includes Ryan Farron, Hailstorm, Chris Anderson, Stephen Ross, Jessica Terry, Matt's, ah. Uh, Brian Madsen, The Shadow, and Reverse Listener. Thank you. Thank you, patrons. Sincerely, all of you. You help us keep doing this each season. We really do appreciate your patronage. Truly. Bacon Sale will carry on because of you. So, guys, it's usually at this time of year when I have some bad news or good news, depending on how you look at it. Uh Uh-oh. But sometimes I travel to the future, and as evidenced by Kent Point... You did. I did ruined you? 2020. Did, you didn't do it again this year, did you? Of course I did. Okay. I had to go back and fix my mistakes, you guys. I had to go a year into the future and find out what changes because we can't have another year like this. No movies happened at all. Like maybe five movies? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes, we got Zack Snyder's Justice League coming. But look, <laughs> I know that was a selfish move, so I may try to fix that. I may even erase that movie. No. What? But I have evidence, as shown by the trailer I'm about to play for you now for season seven. What are we talking about today, Zach? Oh, boy. After watching that movie, my brain felt shaken and stirred. I love me a good surprise tap number. Subway, eat fresh rubber chicken. But that's a delicio. But I don't want to be a pie. I don't like gravy. All I want is a room somewhere. Kent, I totally beat you. I like hello, but I prefer hello. Joel, would you rather have your leg bitten off and then drowned or slashed and bled out? Jacob! We missed you. Dr. Matt, what can you tell us about Zach? Well, at least his teeth are better than Jules. Lorelai should have married Max. This is ridiculous. Oh, Stop. come on. Stop. 
Is it time to finally crown a new listener? Welcome back, Jake. Have you prepared for this show? You know, as far as cults go, it wasn't too bad. Cults or colds? This is basically fake inception. Uh, Kent, do you have your ticket to ride? I never said that, Kent. I never said that. Don't put words in my mouth. You said it. Cruz. Hi, Cruz. Hi, Cruz. Mouse trap. I guarantee it's the craziest trap you'll ever see. Wait a minute. Those aren't the same song? Hey, guys. What's the ghost's favorite thing about a Thanksgiving dinner? Mm. What? The grave. Oh. Good. Joel, could you not? You're such a dad. Only one of you is going to leave the bacon cave alive. Oh, man. Am I getting kicked off the show again? And you thought 2020 was bad. Woo. So there it is, guys. That's <laughs> that's our oh. upcoming year. And, and I'm sorry. I'm sure I messed something else up. I blame future me or past me. I'm actually quite confused about the plot line at this point. <laughs> but I think it's going to be a better year. Knock on the bacon cave table, which is made out of straight up bacon. Future me sounds handsome. <laughs> he is handsome. A little bit worried, a little bit anxious. Probably. But yeah, we like having him on the show. But yeah, I think it's going to turn out semi-decent. We thank you sincerely and we hope you've enjoyed season six and look forward to all that that we just Joel. showed you in season seven. Did you guys hear something? Ding dong. Hey, guys. Hey, it's Jake. Jacob, what are you doing here? Well, aren't you doing the season finale show tonight? I thought I'd make a cameo. That's a good idea, right? Yeah, we started an hour ago, Jacob. Nice timing. Well, Jake, since you're here, just, you know, come sit down. <laughs> Jake, look behind you. <gasps> no! She's not real. This the Scream Queen is not real. It can't be her. I stay together. She she can't hurt us if we stay together. Oh my gosh, I think so. Ken, seriously, if you run off to save Cruz again, I'm not. I'm not going. I'm not going anywhere, Joel. Please stay together. It's easier for me this way. Guys, guys, the powers off. I, I can't see her. Are we all still here? I, I'm still here. I'm here, Joel. Yeah, I'm still. I'm here. I'm Kent. here. I'm here. I wouldn't leave you. Ah! 